Hey, 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 hey. Hey, 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 hey. All right. <clears throat> hey, everybody. Thanks for checking out another episode of Canode Knows. This is number 10 featuring motherfucking me. Um, I always wait until the last minute to schedule somebody to talk to, and the person I was hoping to get bailed out. And uh, Troy had asked if he wanted to interview me, or he wanted to interview me, and that's perfect. So I sat down with Troy Blair. We sat down at my office and uh, just banged this out. It's Thursday night, and this is going to go live tonight at midnight, and you guys will be listening hopefully in the morning on Friday. It was pretty cool to get to talk about myself. I... I've started to realize, I'm like, shit, I've done some cool things, man. Um, Troy's a really dope interviewer, and, uh, yeah, this is a good one. I think by the end, like, we start kind of rambling on a little bit, and I had to cut it off, but I really enjoyed making this, and shout out to Troy. Thank you very much for doing this with me, and, uh, yeah, enjoy. So you got a good a good mess of questions Sick from uh, from the viewers out there. That was really fun to go through and like, hey, what can I say about Bobby? What can I yeah, post yeah. online? It was, it was. I had fun doing it. It this felt morning. good to be on the other end of it. Damn. Yeah, you yeah. know, it's like, oh, okay, yeah. I, I tried to. I, I got pretty fucking deep in there. Uh, but yeah. So, uh, what was this? This is gonna be episode eleven. Ten. Uh, episode ten of Canode knows. Be aware with Blair. Blair is aware <laughs> Something like that <clears throat> Yeah man We're gonna interview you I thought I like, A couple days ago I thought I just like Sent you a random text In the morning Right And mm-hmm. I was just like Can I interview you I don't know I don't have a podcast So you're just like uh, Sure You know yeah. yeah I'm like okay cool So my idea was <clears throat> I'm just gonna interview Bob And then do something with it. Like, I'm just going to have it, you know? Yeah. Like, maybe that would be my debut episode, whatever. I don't know. And but I just then, assume that it's mine. <laughs> <laughs> just assume that it's for your podcast. But it works out because you're supposed to have uh, Brian Grant, horse, yep. on the podcast. But what is he, he starting a family or something? Yeah, he's doing dad <laughs> stuff and school stuff. I think he's a professor at ASU West, I'm pretty sure. No way. I talk to him, yeah. No so way. Did he go to school for all that shit. and everything? Yeah, Obviously. He's, like, he's yeah. in the school system, dude. He's so fucking interesting. He's like That's in awesome. sustainability and like building furniture out of like molding uh, mud and shit like that. You know, sustainable hippie stuff. Yeah. And on top of that, having a kid. And so uh, when I texted him this morning, can you do it? And he's like, not tonight. Sorry. Like, Gotta build a desk. Shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm, is I'm he, building a desk out of seaweed, Bob. I can't. Is he <laughs> Amish yet? <laughs> He's on his way, man. He's on his way to being Amish. He needs to move to Pennsylvania. Shout out Horse. Maybe I'll get him next week. And then Frank Parks, too. I'm going to get him soon. Frank Bonnell. He's Ditch Frank. He's a guy from <clears throat> Pasty, right? He's yeah. been at Pasty for a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know Frank... At all, yeah. really. But, like, I feel like in passing, we kind of know each other's name. Like, hey, yeah. man, how's it going? Yeah. But I've never, like, had a conversation with the guy. He's Uncle Frank, dude. Yeah, he seems like a really cool guy. Yeah, he is. Nice. He's, he's one of the, uh, I don't know, I'd say, like, the glue. They have a really strong group of boys that kick it. Dude, they have had for yeah. a while, too. Yeah. It's really impressive. And he's, <laughs> he's, he's uh, I forget the word, but... He's sticky, you know? Mm-hmm. He's a good, good member of the homies. Yeah, they just, uh... I just saw all of them at Casey Badger's wedding on the interwebs. Mm-hmm. It's crazy how I know what they were doing, and I've never <coughs> met the guy. Or I met him, but never like had a conversation Instagram. with him. Instagram. I've been like, watching that same TV show, too. Yeah, man. dude, it's crazy. <laughs> but So, 
I was like, yeah, I'm going to interview Bob. But then your guest bailed, and we have this stupid $50 bet with each other that's, like, not even, like, a bet. It was basically... You bet me 50 bucks that I couldn't keep up with the three posts at a time Instagram aesthetic that I've been wanting to fuck around with. And so in turn, you were like, you said something along along the lines of like, you won't bet me $50 that I'll do it every year or something. <laughs> and I was like, okay, yeah, I will, you know, just as yeah. a little bit of motivation. And Every Friday for a year. So, episodes. I, I said that maybe like week four and it's week 10, which is fucking two plus months <laughs> of podcasting, which is like substantial one-fifth of the way there it's gonna happen but it is especially with the past week of work i'm like i barely even pay attention to try and get somebody to talk to and it's just last minute like okay fuck and not doing it on video anymore it's just pretty simple using the recorder and just doing audio i'm too lazy to add a a fucking picture to it and upload it to youtube anymore (laughs) so i'm just getting by with the bare minimum yeah i am technically doing a podcast every week nice i count it i count it yeah but um so if we don't do this one, you pretty much don't have one for tomorrow. Yeah, dude, don't say that. Right, so, so fuck you, I'm out. <laughs> Give me my 50 bucks. <laughs> but yeah, that's cool. So uh, whatever, I'm going to interview you, man. It seemed uh, I put, I totally went into Bobby Canode mode and just like tried to fucking do the Instagram post exactly how you would have. Hell yeah. But better, of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, but... Real shit, I think it was, was it yesterday I was texting you all those spots that I was finding? Mm -hmm. Was that yesterday? Yesterday, I just, uh, it's one of those days I got some coffee and I put on your podcast because I had texted you about doing one. Hadn't, I've listened to, I think the first three and then I didn't really listen to them, but I listened yesterday to Lufa. I listened to Robbie. I heard me in the background of your snaps. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was that, huh? <laughs> what a trip, dude. <laughs> I'm but, there with you in your car. But yeah, so I just was kind of driving around uh, looking for spots in old Sun City West. Is that going to be a problem? I don't know. Hey, guys, can you hear the air conditioning? Fuck. Huh. I don't know. <clears throat> I might not have the key to... Dude, you're going to turn the AC off? You're wild. Honestly, I think it would only just be like the kum and then like right now, I bet you it's fine. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah, fuck them. Yeah, fuck it. Fuck them. <clears throat> but I listened to those interviews, and you know, it got me a little mo- motivated to interview you. So, so I was like, all right, let's fucking do it. Hell yeah! So here we are. Today's the day. How do we start? We're gonna start out with, uh, I guess, like. Let me let me let me know if I get this right or wrong. But you were born in Virginia. Yeah. Uh, Fairfax, Virginia. Fairfax, Virginia. Mm-hmm. Facts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you moved to Arizona. Arizona right away around nine years old. Eleven. That's Eleven pretty, years pretty old. Pretty close. Yeah. Okay. Nine eleven. That yeah. was yesterday. It was right there. <laughs> uh, so you moved to Arizona at eleven years old. Um, why? Like, what brought your family from Virginia to Arizona? Uh, Pops had money. He was a life insurance salesman that ran his own team outside of Washington, D.C., and, like, he was big time. And we lived in, like, super dope, expensive mansions when I was young, and he put me through, like, private school and all that shit. Just, like, privileged-ass life. And he just on a whim was like, 
I want to golf more, and then just chose Arizona and just went. Like he, I asked him about it not too long ago. I was like, why? Why did we move here? Yeah. He said, well, I I didn't know if I was making a mistake or not, but I just made that decision and I made it right. So nice. You know, I, I was in sixth grade, and I was I remember being in fifth grade, learning that I'm going to move out here, and then going to all the girls that I had crushes on and being like, haha, I'm moving to Arizona where all the girls are hot and tan. Ooh. And just being a fucking dickhead. <laughs> Moved out here, changed my name from Robert to Bobby, bleached my hair in sixth grade and started wearing Hawaiian shirts. Like, the whole, like, you can just totally be a new person, move across Damn. the country. Yeah, You took advantage of that even yeah. as a kid. <clears throat> like, yeah. you had the wherewithal to be like, you know what, uh, this is a new chapter. Yeah. I'm a new me. This is sixth grade, so it's like, I don't know, 2001, I think Backstreet Boys are hot. The fucking bleaching your tips yeah. was in as shit. And I'm pretty I just, sure I had the bleach tips. I was like, Mom, bleach my hair. I was like, really? Okay. So Did I had she... it, like, bleached all the way to the, like, all the way to the scalp, but only on the top portion, like a bleach hawk, like a bleached mohawk. You had the shit. skunk going on. Yeah, it was a little bit skunky. Nice. That's That's interesting. That's like... I think that's the opposite reason of what brought my family to Arizona. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure we lived in California and we ran out of money. <laughs> so yeah. they're like, we need to live somewhere cheaper. Let's go to Arizona. I bet that's what it was. Like, it, cost of living probably was a lot out there. My dad was probably doing that, too. Like, yeah. thinking about cost of living. And, oh, dude. Like, the houses that you could get out here that are super nice <laughs> compared to out there. Yeah, anywhere. Insane. Yeah. He probably could have moved right into, like, North Scottsdale, huh? Mm-hmm. Like, got Good a time. nice, nice I remember them coming out here a couple times and they were torn between, like, East Side or West Valley, East Valley, West Valley, and like, yeah. I'm glad that everything kind of went the way it did because I met the people I did and all that. But yeah. after living in Chandler, it's so much better over there. I think. I think. Oh, you like the East Valley better? Yeah. If I didn't have all my roots in the West Valley, I, I fully fuck with East Valley for sure. Yeah, it's definitely more your speed out there. Yeah. It's a little faster. Everything's a little closer. There's more stuff that's not just like a chain. Mm-hmm. Like more Whole solo. Foods. There's Whole Foods out there. So Whole that's foods. basically the only reason. To do. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> so I guess that. Uh, so that gets us up to speed of what got you to Arizona. Mm-hmm. You were um, you weren't always BMX. I mean, you were a basketball player. Um, You're sports kid, right? Mm-hmm. Like sports kid throughout school. Yeah, um, soccer. I was a goalie, and basketball from like first grade until on. That makes sense, you being a goalie. <clears throat> Big kid. Yeah. Put him in net. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, this kid sucks. Put him in the net. <laughs> no, dude, the goalie, that's the most yeah, important. It was. It was I, made a, I, made, I still can remember, like, vividly one diving save that every, the whole crowd went crazy. Fuck yeah. Saved, yeah. That's One sick. time, that's the one thing I remember. That's sick. There was one time I was playing hockey, and uh, I was wide open, the fucking puck hog was, I was like second grade or something, the puck hog on our team was bringing it down I'm right in front of the net like fucking perfect pass and I hear my dad in the stands pass it to Troy <laughs> and the kid fucking was like huh passed it to me wide open shot and I fucking missed oh <laughs> I was like no this is my moment this is my moment don't do it <laughs> I, blew, I blew it man I got a couple of those too. Blew it, yeah just like fuck <laughs> It's kind of suck when you're the goalie, too, and it's like, oh, you see everyone's bummed faces, and mm-hmm. you're just like, yeah, it's my fault. <laughs> Being like a young, fragile yep. kid. Let me it. Oh, I was sensitive, man. I remember I fouled out of a big-time championship basketball game for, like, oh. our NYS or AYS, whatever the youth sports thing was. We were in the finals, and I fouled out. 
and I was the team scorer. Like I had twenty six points and shit. Like I was, yeah, I was the, I was the MVP. <laughs> Fouled out and cried my fucking eyes out, dude. In front on, of everybody. In front of everybody yeah. on the bench. My dad was the coach. <clears throat> coach's yeah. son, fucking attitude. Yeah, but uh, were you like coach's yeah. son? You act like that. I don't think I acted like it. I mean, it, the the situation is a not a. I don't know. It's frowned upon in general. I think nobody really likes the coach's mm-hmm. son. But I think as far as like being bratty or whatever, I was not that. I was soft and sensitive. You know. Maybe Doc that's... Rivers traded away Austin Rivers. Yeah. So <clears throat> what do you know? That was yeah. on the big level. So I don't know how frowned upon it could really be if yeah. he, Austin Rivers played on the Clippers. Or well, a there's of years, like that right? stigma, you know, like if you're yeah. the coach's son, you're the brat or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And uh, nobody likes to think of themselves as a brat. Maybe I was. Maybe I wasn't. But I don't think I was. Yeah, it's weird thinking about like how we yeah. were as kids and like. How did others perceive me way like, back dude, in the day? I was probably such a shithead. Like, mm-hmm. I was a, I was a shy kid, but when I was like with my group of friends, I was probably bad kid, man. Yeah, I probably was like I would hate me now, you <laughs> yeah. know? Like yeah. fuck, man, you little shit. Yeah, <laughs> for real. But hey, but yeah, sports. That's how it works. So then, what what Soccer, brings you basketball. into BMX? Then you made Cleon Bob House, or is yeah. there like a gap in um, between Sports Bob and BMX Bob? I was doing basketball in high school, and at the same time, saw like Tyler Kerbat had a Harrow back trail down the street, and uh, I had maybe a mongoose BMX bike, and then I I saw I don't know I got a. It's all kind of mixed up, but I ended up getting a little BMX bike. Didn't use it for much except for like homie hoppers like putting the girls on the pegs and using it to ride my bike and dribble to the basketball courts cleon used to say that he saw me like riding past his house on the bmx bike no hands just dribbling the basketball no way (laughs) and then uh i got into mountain biking my parents got me the dvd rome which is like darren bearclaw and cam mccall and all those dudes doing crazy free ride shit and like downhill mountain biking Damn. I was like, this is the sickest shit ever. I loved forks. I just loved looking at Marzaki forks and all that shit and mm-hmm. being obsessed with looking at dance comp and figuring out pink bike and all that shit. And then, so I'm doing that. I'm pedaling around with all the BMX boys on, on my, like, 26-inch, just jumping off of stuff. And I, uh, Cleon, eventually, he's on the internet on, like, BMX forum and bike guide and all that stuff, and he finds animal voices and... Can I eat? Or not animal voices. I always call it that because that's what it was titled on Video Google. He found the move, the video, video voices. Google. <clears throat> yeah, dude. So it was like video.google.com was yeah. was before YouTube. I yeah, know. I remember that. Maybe shit. maybe about the same time, but it was that was where BMX DVDs and wound up. And he showed me voices and animal. Can I eat? And I was like, shit, I want to learn how to 180. And then I still wouldn't go to BMX. I was doing mountain bike BMX tricks. And learned how to 180 on a mountain bike, learned how to, like, fake you down the driveway on the mountain bike. And then eventually Cleon was just peer pressuring all of us to get into, because, uh, yeah, he peer, he's like, BMX is cool, I get pegs, and all that shit. And he just forced us all into it, and then that's, yeah, that's the start. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> it's all, so all Cleon. Cleon, yeah. <laughs> Cleon, he, let's talk about him for a minute, because he was, like, your dude growing up like mm-hmm. in phoenix right like ever since you guys connected like you you were really yeah. good friends since then and he's like a he's like a frank to me like i don't know cleon i've had a couple conversations with cleon but i can just tell he he seems like he's just got a pure soul like he's just he wants the best for everybody around yeah. him it's pretty great is, is that 
accurate? Because that's the vibe that I get from him. Yep. Is that accurate? Yeah. Or, yeah? I mean, he's a person just like everybody else. Well, yeah. You know? But he seems like a good guy. <laughs> he seems like Definitely a good person. Good. Solid. He's out in Long Beach now. Shout out to Cleon. Yeah, shout out Clee. He's, he's doing cool shit with Neighbors Skate Shop right now. And he's taken... He got into filming BMX, and he got the same camcorder that was used to film the movie 28 Days Later, which is a Panasonic DVX, and started getting really into, like, the film and getting into the forums of, like, uh, DVX user, I think, and, like, uh, nofilmschool.com and all that stuff, and he just self-taught himself so much shit with, like, film film and actually getting into filmmaking, and he kind of veered off the BMX path and into the filmmaking path and then kept Smart that going guy. now he's on he's like he owns a red camera and he shoots all kinds of cool shit I don't that's know. awesome very art very art filmmaker right. so he uh, he lives out in Long Beach right so you go mm-hmm. out there you go home and visit what's yeah. uh, what's your connection to Long Beach do you uh, have any did you you uh, never lived there no I never you, lived there you lived there for a summer I visited there. Oh, I stayed there for a while. Yeah, shit. That might be a lesser known thing. You yeah. were the first intern of the Come Up BMX. <laughs> yeah, I guess I was. And that was Long Beach, right? You say yeah. Long Beach. I actually, <clears throat> doing a little bit of research this morning, I yeah. watched your summer intern video part. Hell yeah. Arguably some of the best shit you've ever put out. Uh-huh. It was really fucking good, yeah. dude. Like, all the clips were filmed so... The settings on that camera were so fucked. Yeah. <laughs> it was so blurry. It was yeah. so blurry. But Pretty bad. It was amazing stuff, man. Amazing stuff. <clears throat> um, yeah, the, that there... was one of the coolest five cabs I ever did. Like, 180 down the five stair and five cab down the next oh, five stair. Oh, so sick. At uh, U- somewhere. UCI, yeah. I think. So, but, all right. I'm graduating high school, and I'm on GT. All right, I graduated high school. I'm on GT. I'm, like, in between going from high school to college. And I'm, all I want to do is ride, and my dad's like, you got to get a job or an internship somewhere. So I, I was like, I'm going to do it with BMX Company. And I, I was on the come up every day, and I just hit up Adam, like, hey, or I emailed him, hey, Adam, do you know any companies that I could reach out to for an internship? Like, I'm looking for an internship. And just being so naive, like, thinking, like, BMX companies will have, you know, an internship. <laughs> but he just said, Kanod, you can intern for me. And, yeah, just come up come out this summer and i was like oh my god all excited yeah so i was like i'm gonna intern for the fucking come up this is amazing (laughs) (laughs) well there's a (laughs) (laughs) that was cool i mean we i went out there and i met rich hirsch living with catfish and adam 22 and jake seeley was around and just like got a taste of what it was like to live that bmx life i guess which like it kind of you know brought me back down to earth as far as oh shit this is what it is and then it's kind of not as what you made it up to be in your mm-hmm. mind it's just people existing and living and eating and maybe drinking and going out and filming during the day and like talking shit and Adam took me aside and like taught me how to do some wordpress posting and shit like that mm-hmm. and uh, then I, th- I think he just quickly lost interest and he started calling me weird and shit and started bullying me I don't know Chris, Same Chris, like Chris Long bullied the shit out of me for sure <laughs> and I was too young to like Mm-hmm. Take it. I, I, I was, uh, I got bullied out of their friend zone, I guess you could say. Didn't have the best But time. I mean, I showed up weird. I, I remember I, I took an Adderall driving out there, Dude. which, you know, I was like, okay. We're all weird from <clears throat> out of high school, yeah. though. I mean. So when I showed up, I was like coming down off of an Adderall, and I just kind of like out of anxiety just sat and like 
opened my laptop and started working. I, I was like, I don't know what to say to this dude. And, like, I'm sitting in his apartment or whatever. He's got girls over and shit. And I'm just, like, so out of my element. And I'm just sitting there being quiet. And I remember Adam being like, Kano, could you do anything more pretentious than come to my place and open up your laptop and ignore us? And I was like, fuck, I fucked up. Okay, yeah. And I closed my laptop. And I'm just so fucking in my own head that whole time that I was there that it's... Yeah, I don't think I, we ended up uh, clicking very well, but it was a cool experience, and I filmed Gabe Brooks while I was out there, and Joey Mata came out and stayed with us, Ballman came out and stayed with us. Nice. It was a thing, man. It was really cool. Yeah, that's dope. That was was... My, I met a bunch of the people that I still know now, like Kramus, and yeah, all those, everybody. It was cool, man. Yeah. Long Beach is an enigma. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know how else to put it. So that's um, that's jumping forward a little bit. You were already filming by that point, right? Yep. Like you had a VX and you were filming. I don't think you had started Mediocre yet at that point. Yeah, I got um, it. Um, shit. I don't... I'm trying... Like that, I just remembered, that was right before my 21st birthday. So that wasn't right after high school. It was like okay. during college. So I think the part that we skipped was... Being in high school, getting on GT through a vital video contest. <laughs> yeah. That's how you got sponsored, right? Um, shout out to you. That's fucking tight. Yeah. Uh, and they took you to fucking Australia. Yeah. You flew all the way to fucking Australia with GT and didn't get a clip, right? <laughs> no, I got clips. Too. Oh, you did? <laughs> I thought there was a story where, like, you didn't get a clip. <laughs> like, you went out there and got hurt or something. No, like, I was a... Uh, no? So I filmed a web video with Adam Wong, and he put it to this Fisher Spooner song, and it was cool. SWBMX.com. And it was like, Adam Wong. He does his own like entrepreneurship thing now. He doesn't. He's not involved with BMX, but he, like an he used to film. Yeah, he's an Arizona filmer, writer, and he's sick. Okay. Um, he was in the TCK, or he made the TCK video. Oh shit! And he had clips in I think both I Got Works, or at least the first one. And yeah, he's just. Shout out Just Adam the Wong. dude, you know? And he and I put that shit together, and he sent it to me, and I ended up... I submitted it to this Vital BMX GT sponsorship contest and lost. And then, <clears throat> so they announced... They're about to announce their team, and the TM, TM at the time, Chuck... Went, started going through all the losers just to check it out, and he saw me, and I stuck out. You were the best loser? Yeah, I was the best <laughs> loser, dude. So he, uh, I don't know, he stoked to my weird little riding, my free coaster stuff. And was like, you want to be on GT? I was like, yes. <laughs> of course I want to be I repped the GT. shit out of that. I wore a GT t-shirt every day for a year. And that was right before I broke my tailbone. Like, compound fractured my tailbone. That's a whole thing. Compound fractured. <clears throat> yeah. So, did that... You fractured your shit before or after before Australia. Australia? Before Australia. Yeah, and recovered months. and then went to Australia. Yeah. I was sitting on nice. a tube in class. It was, like, freshman year of college. I didn't even get to brag to my high school friends. Like, hey, I got sponsored. Like, it's too late. Right out of high school, I got sponsored. Would have been so cool to go back to high school and be like... Hey guys. Same thing happened yeah. to me. <laughs> Same thing happened to me. Trust me, I understand. Because no one fucking liked me in high school. Yeah. That was the thing. So, like, I didn't cool. get along with anybody. Like, Fuck you, so, haters. Exactly. Everyone would always say, yeah. why do you ride your bike? Why do you fuck around? You know, like, they didn't even say it to me. It was just shit talk that I would hear, yeah. like, through the vine of high school. Yep. I'm still fucking riding bikes. Wow, when's he gonna get a car? Uh huh. Oh, fuck you, I get free <laughs> bikes. <laughs> 
So yeah, it would have been nice. So I'm sitting in college classes on a donut that you blow up, and I'm carrying oh, this yeah. big donut, and I'm sitting in class on that. I go on this 13-hour plane ride to Australia, and I'm just sitting on one butt cheek the whole time. And uh, it's a full team of skate park riders, so the, we, we're doing like a skate park tour. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know, I can't ride transition. I never could. I never could. I still can't. But I, I can manual and do the grinds and all that. So yeah. I, I weaseled my way into figuring out some lines and clips that involve. Like, there's still one that I can think right now, just a really long manual to a bank to fakey manual back on this, like, relatively skinny ledge. Mm-hmm. That's where I met Justin Cosman, dude, and Dave Dillaward. We stayed we stayed at Dillaward's house in Australia in, like, I don't for, I forget where he lives, Brisbane maybe, and we ate kangaroo steak, and he showed me his, like, brewery, his, his home brewery in the backyard. Damn. His, his dad was, like, a savage, just Australian guy, just drinking beer all day and, like, talking shit about the kangaroo meat he's like this is right kill just <laughs> fucking pure Australian uh, I met Justin Cosman yeah so he's he's like finagling he he's like the businessman of BMX dude Cosman knows what's up yeah. so he like sold GT on this package where he's gonna do photo video and like five different web videos and just like sold the package and got paid a big amount of money to come to Australia with us to film this shit and it was it was really cool to kind of see and experience yeah. it that's the dude that finessed Vans, right? And Probably. And filmed that whole illustrated video yeah. and filmed it so bad. Finesse. Sorry, man. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's not my taste, but... Yeah, it's just his style. Yeah, he's got his own yeah. style. You can tell it's filmed by Justin Cosby. Mm-hmm. Like, he, you can tell when it is. Was that like Crooked World BMX dude? Yep, Crooked yeah, World. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, all right. I feel like I know who He's that a hustler, that. babe. My hustler, baby. He came through town to film something, like, not too long ago. Well, pretty long now. Eight years ago. And... Yeah, I remember he said very one of, I'll never forget it he just said but what's the next camera piece of equipment you're saving up for and I was like huh what do you mean he's like you should always be upgrading your shit and I was like whatever man and now I'm like oh I should have been doing that dude he's a smart guy why do you still film VX <laughs> <laughs> I don't need a new camera I got this camcorder from key. the 90s dude my mom <clears throat> gave me this one <laughs> so alright so that I feel like that brings us up to speed from your Conception. How are you made? Well, <clears throat> my, da- my dad, you know, went up to my mom at a bar and said, "Hey, good looking." I don't know, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you. Were, I thought you had some knowledge. My mom has this line that she says that she said to my dad the first time they met, because like, apparently he was super cocky walking up to her, and he, she was like, "You need to stick a pin in your head and let some of the air out." Ooh, like, shit like that. Nice. Damn, feisty mom. That's another way of saying get over yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's in my DNA to be sensitive. To <laughs> uh, cool. So then that brings us up to fucking young Bob, adolescent Bob, out of high school Bob. Yep. And then you meet Maloof and Westcott and get when you start wanting to film VX. Did they were they your inspirations behind that? What made you like become dude in the chair? I'm trying to remember 
Because you're like full on rider. You had a tailbone injury, yeah. so you've had that one injury that's yeah. nagged you for shit a decade now, right? Yeah. So for the record, that shit had nine surgeries because it kept getting infected, and it's just a pain in my ass. Literally, it's yeah. fucking ridiculous. A lot of fingers in your butt. So I ended up just like I still wanted to go out and hang out with everybody, and uh, I saw the first Happy Medium premiere. One of the skater friends from Mountain Ridge dragged me to that, and nice. or maybe it was fucking Cleon took me to that. I don't know, but it was like. The movie theater, Silver Cinemas, and mm-hmm. it was just lit. Everybody's drunk. There's weed being smoked and screaming at the top of their lungs. It's a crazy fucking thing. And I was like, this is a thing that you can do? <sighs> and it, this is, like, around the same time that I'm kicking it with Tony and Westcott, and that's, like, basically through Cleon, too. Cleon knows Maloof online, and then we meet at X-Court and kind of click a little bit. And then, fuck, man, I don't know what comes first. Like, I don't remember where I bought my first camera or how I got it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All right, let's just say I poof, it appears in my hands, yeah. and then I just see what Westcott and Tony used to do, just, like, grinding, filming all day, and then going at home and sitting on their laptops at the kitchen counter and editing mm-hmm. and having some drinks and shit but still being productive. It was like, that's what's up. And so that put a fire under my ass to start filming web videos, and I was filming various web videos and projects and probably slinging them to, like, ESPN and through Brian Tunney and all that shit and just kind of I don't know weird oh yeah my Vimeo page I was doing like Glendale edits and that's like my girl used to the camera yeah my girl first the one, first right? one. Yeah. yeah my girl and you know filming with Drew and just Drew was a huge influence early on and that's basically through Cleon too and then filming with Joey and then it was Cleon who said because I, I said I want to film a full length like Happy Medium and he said do it and then I was like Oh, okay. I will. And Cleon is your nucleus. Kinda, yeah, he's, <laughs> he's my muse. Yeah, my dude like, muse, he's you know? your fucking... Yeah. I think yeah. everybody should have their own muse, man, and I don't know. He, yeah, he pushed me, and my life would be totally different. That's where, like, I'm thankful I moved out to Arizona, specifically to the west side, and I'm... Because mm-hmm. that shit impacted my life big time. All right, so you hang out, because Maloof had... He had some connection where he had, like, a big fucking ballin'-ass house mm-hmm. in Peoria, which is mm-hmm. where me and you both lived. Yep. We didn't ride together, ever. We have... Yeah. Me and you have, what, like, a five, six-year age gap? Like, I just turned 25, and um, you turned I just turned 29, so four years. Yeah, yeah so four-year age gap. So, like, mm-hmm. we aren't hanging out in yeah. high school. We weren't even in high school together. Yeah. But uh, you're so barely you're, 18, dude, and I'm out drinking at the bars. <laughs> at the bars. At the bars. Now look at us. <laughs> um, so you're hanging out with Maloof, Westcott, and they're working on. Are they were they working on a video or were they just doing their own thing? Uh, what was the shit that they were doing? Klaus Seller. Yeah, the Klaus Seller. Klaus Seller. <clears throat> I think it was through Banquet. I can't remember. Yeah, it was. It was yeah. Banquet. Yeah, it was so like the just fucking hot dog company. Cool or little. Right? Cool. Maybe Ballpark Franks was involved. Yeah. Banquet was like. A media company that did oh, Tuesdays okay. with Miles and Klaus Seller was like a spinoff or not a spinoff but something I fucking forget man but it was like a web video series that they would get cut a couple of hundred bucks for mm-hmm. each one we did like a game of bike with me and Maloof and you can't do a no footer I can't do no footers man <clears throat> can't, can't jackal <laughs> that's one of the weird like videos that I get people bringing up randomly. Like, you can't jackal! I've, I've been weird places and they reference that game of bike with Maloof and that's like one of my most spread out videos that people have seen. Yeah. Um, that's so... Yeah, so that, that crib was he owned by Maloof's dad and Tony, I forget what started them moving out here, but he would come visit a bunch and then mm. 
there was a period there of like five years it feels like that he lived out there and it was a BMX house in Arizona was, and you were kind of just over there like yeah. once or twice Dude, a week or fucking A man it was like college times so I had the connections for the girls and the party people and I would bring there was one night where I like actually brought four different waves of groups of girls over to that house Fuck to yeah. party so it's like it was a perfect party house it had a pool a it had pool. a fucking roof hot gap tub. hot tub yeah. we were jumping off the roof into the pool it was beautiful yeah. man that's awesome so <clears throat> those dudes kind of they your sparks ignited already from a happy medium Cleon that side mm-hmm. of town then you see these dudes live in the fun side and like the productive side of the BMX life, mm-hmm. not the grimy Long Beach three people to a studio apartment type of life. Like they got a fucking nice house and make a decent money. <laughs> That's an anomaly, dude. The and, nice house. And yeah, and you're uh, you're a college kid at this point, mm-hmm. so you're kind of doing what they're doing, just filming side videos at Glendale Park, yeah. selling them to ESPN for three hundred bucks or whatever. Yep. Onto the next one. Onto the next one. And. And That's working on web videos with Drew a lot, and we did Joey Mata's Overheated, and that got him. That's right. Sponsored at one point. He was Just on like Sputnik, we did right? A, I did a video part with like uh, Bayless, and. I did one. I just did like a series called whatever their name is is something in Arizona. So like. So you have Mata's Drew, Overheated. Yeah. Mata's Overheated. Drew is bashful. Bayless. <clears throat> Bayless. Uh, Bayless is monotone in Arizona. <laughs> I don't fucking know. But, I want to know now. Yeah, look look that up. That'd be interesting. Because I remember watching those as they came out and just, like, as a hungry kid and being like, fuck, dude, I want to film one. Yeah, right? Like, I want to film one. And everyone was like, like, Joey's was sick. He had the overheated song. And that was the one that was like... Uh, no, no, no. Drew's, Drew's was the one that was like... That's Joey. Oh, that was Joey? So we got Joey Mata. Joey Mata is overheated. Drew Hostin is bashful. Justin Bayless dwells in Arizona. Oh. Uh, that reminds me. I'm I'm sitting in an entrepreneurship class and like thinking of my media company to do these like homework assignments for. And I, <laughs> I named this brand Dwell. Oh, okay. I never did anything with it. And then we did... I filmed Eric's Welcome to Shadow video. With the uh, I'm Sexy and I Know It song. and fought. That one was so good. I fought them so hard to keep that song, dude, and I'm so happy they did. Because yeah. I, I gave them a different couple t- couple different versions. <clears throat> yeah. And then we did Drew Hosselton on Low Tech in Arizona. And then the Wonder Twins series, the Wonder Twins at Omaraz. Zuka is on Stereo in Arizona. That was a good one. So at this point, you're kind of just killing it with Vimeo, filming the yeah. local heads... Like kind of one part at a time. Whoever's there, you'll obsessed, film. dude. All I think about and do is like film and then go home and edit and play with it. And I'm because you're in class all day. Yeah, and then I'm ed- again. I'm editing at night just for fun. Like I'll edit shit that nobody will ever see and just show people in the house or whatever. And then keep <clears throat> I'll throw it away and then go out and keep filming more and save up for it and just getting obsessed with it. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that's I guess I take for granted how decent I am at editing, but that's where yeah. it all kind of came from so i feel like it's a common like misconception with a lot of like younger writers or shit even older writers anyone in general who feels like they don't have a filmer 
you know, like you you can't do it. Like like how did Bobby get to where he is today? Well, he fucking went to college for business and started filming in his spare time. Like it's not like you weren't doing anything. Yeah. Like you had a full fucking life. You're selling washing <laughs> machine or fax machines yeah, or some shit. Machines, You're yeah. selling copy machines. Yeah. And then going to college full time and then writing and filming at night and on the weekend. Like you were busy as fuck, man. Like yeah. and so I just like it just. What do you say to, like, those people that are like, oh, like, I need someone to film me? Yeah. And you're like, well, you'll make more money if you're the filmer. <laughs> yeah. like, what, like, what do you, how do you feel about that? Uh, well, there's always a way. Like, you, there's people who make it and make money from BMX. You can monetize anything. Um, but as far as, like, putting the blame on the fact that you don't have a filmer is just, like, a victim mindset, and that never works out. So, like, if, you, okay. if you're just, like, they hit, I can't, I'm never going to make it because of this. Like, you're never going to make it. If you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. Yeah. So, True. like, you can, you know, keep a good attitude and, I don't know, get a job. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of people's it's, problems. It's, uh, yeah, life just keeps going on, and you have to figure out some sort of balance if you want to keep doing BMX. As far as, like the dream of being a real pro pro you gotta be fucking phenomenal and really good and personable and market yourself well and like travel a bunch and like become the next thing but even then dude you're not getting paid that much like it's yeah it's a pipe dream it's It's sad it's a bummer unless like contest money that's a real thing you become a contest writer and then put out video parts for your sponsors and get signature parts and frames and stuff and get percentages of that but the industry's like small and tough and the margins it's competitive as shit and everybody's like bootstrapped they're paying as little as they possibly can and you know trying to make it so uh kind of piggybacking off of that i remember you told me the story one time of being a hungry bmx rider and you just hit up the only filmer you knew, uh, Buster, Buster O'Shea yeah. of the Happy Medium yeah. fame. He wasn't and, the only filmer I knew, but I was But, like, with the yeah. one that you loved and yeah. I want to film a part with this guy and so yeah. on. So you hit him up and you're like, hey, will you film me? Mm-hmm. And then... Well, because I thought So, that yeah, let, let's just hear that story real quick. My illusion in my mind was just, like, he'll bring me to a spot and then I'll figure out something to do. And after being a filmer for however long, that sometimes happens, but... Buster texted me back like, "All right, where do you want? Me, where do you want to meet? What are you doing?" And I was like, "Uh oh, I don't know." And so like yeah. I picked a spot that I thought would be Buster worthy, and I went and I chicken shitted out. Like I was so scared, <laughs> I didn't fucking even attempt it. But uh, yeah, just that getting giving the filmer some. I don't know. It's you can respect the filmer and still ask him to take you film, but like enough respect to be like all right here's my plan meet me here let's i want to get this and have it be a mission i love that like yeah somebody has a mission in mind like all you got to do is show up yeah you just got to get there so yeah. i guess that's just for the random kids that dm you every four months when are we asking, gonna go film? yeah film me bobby yeah. film me no well, invite <laughs> yeah no where's my invite man i you can't can invite me to i shit. can't yeah. stand that I well that's the problem with that. social media now is everybody feels like they're missing out when a group of kids goes out and rides like yeah. i feel it sometimes when people are out riding and i'm and i'm yeah. not there i'm like oh i have my own shit going on and i'm doing something but like i'm still just like, like why didn't they ah, think of little, me yeah. yeah well yeah <laughs> you can pretty much that's kind of what it when you say little, thanks for the invite or yeah, no exactly. invite you're saying why aren't you thinking about me <clears throat> i kind of do it ironically and it just turned into almost real now just 
No invite? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just stating a fact. Cool invite, bros. <laughs> so then, you're you're considered. I would consider you to be the filmer of Phoenix. The uh, um, has it been intentionally or unintentionally that you kind of have kept the scene alive, so to speak? Like, the riders are always going to be the ones. As long as there's riders out there in the streets riding or at the park, wherever you go, the scene's going to stay alive. But we've had two video premieres now. People, like, hit you up. Yeah, those when, they're, when we're coming, the team's coming to Phoenix, who do we call? We call Bobby. That's cool. So, like, you agree with that, mm-hmm. right? I mean, that happens to you pretty often. Like, mm-hmm. you are the dude... Do you was that intentional or is that just like I want to film my friends I want to like have fun do this uh, thing will... showcase their abilities while also working on mine or did no. you ever see it as like a way to it's like a, keep the scene alive? It's a medium between those two things. Like I'm yeah. not gonna lie and be like I didn't want attention. I wanted since yeah. I was young. I wanted attention. I wanted to be recognized for being a good writer and then mm-hmm. getting sponsored and all that shit and then. With the filming, I want it to be good. I want it to be the best. I want it to be as good as Buster, which will never happen. But, like, <laughs> I, I wanted to get up there. And I think with Mediocre, we fucking did it. Um, and We were nominated for a Nora Cup. Don't you fucking, fucking forget that, for dude. You got nominated. Yeah, you got nominated for a Nora Cup. I was told we were second place to Market Zero, so that's pretty awesome. <clears throat> Take that shit. <laughs> Take that's that shit. Cool. But as far as, like, intentionally... Keeping the scene alive? No. Like I, I'll, I remember the joking with you on the drive to Texas or whatever. <laughs> I own Arizona. Like I don't. There's so many facets of the scene that are like huge. I just I'm like a little social butterfly, and I I just know most of the people in BMX in Arizona, mm-hmm. and so yeah, and I'm sociable and nice. I don't know, dude. Yeah. <laughs> You're definitely one of those people that uh, I feel like, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. But you long to be liked by everybody. Yeah. And, uh, like, I remember to almost... Fault, I almost kind of <clears throat> remember seeing that in that shit. You posted a letter you wrote when you were, like, a kid. Mm-hmm. And at the bottom, you're like, what I learned was don't try to be in a clique. Try to be friends with everybody. Yeah, shit. And I was like, damn, he really stuck with that throughout yeah. his life. Like, that... I, I admire yeah. that because I'm the type of person that's like, one wrong thing, I fuck you. I don't... <laughs> Yeah. You're, you're dead to me. Yeah. I don't give a fuck anymore. Dude, that's interesting. I didn't think about that when I read that. But like, that was the first thing I thought of. I was yeah. like, damn, he's really fucking... So I posted on my Instagram story a letter or an essay that I wrote after the first day of freshman year, and my mom was kept it in a scrapbook, and I saw it, like, a couple weeks ago and posted it, and I just described my first day of school, and my mindset leaving school was looking at all the circles of kids hanging out all, like, clicked up. And I was never in a clique. I was always just bouncing from one clique to the next, saying, hey, what's up, everybody? Like, being nice to everybody. And that's always been me, and that's literally thinking about it in BMX now. That's totally what it is with me, too. Which is, like, kind of a bummer, because it feels like you never get that... I never get that super close, intimate, clique-type relationship with people, but that surface-level friends-with-everybody relationship. Mm -hmm. So it's like... A little bit of a plus and minus type shit. I'd say there's like a there's a good crew of us out here that have that like yeah real like I agree. Nowadays I feel like, like we do. Yeah, like Uh-oh. we're these are my people. We have a new guest, Tony Maloof. Welcome to the podcast, bro. Shout out to Tony. Bob. Hey, Tone. Huh? Me and Troy are recording an episode of Canode Knows right now. You're you're on the air, brother. Blair's away. Hey. 
Troy. What's up, Tony? What's good, brother? Oh, everything's good. What do you want from me? Nothing, man. I wanted to talk, but clearly you're talking to someone else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, I'll call you back after, huh? Yeah, it's all good. I just got done <laughs> recording two podcasts myself, so keep me out of it. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. All right, talk to you soon. Later. See you, Tony. Nice little interjection, Hallie. Yeah. His ears must have been burning. Yeah, talking that's about crazy. Him we were just talking about him. Right. <clears throat> kind of forgot where we were. Uh, I feel like I just asked you a I question. I was just talking about the relationships, and now yeah, we yeah. got a pretty tight crew right now. Yeah, we got, we got a <clears throat> nice crew out here. Nice crew out here in Arizona. We got two video. We got two videos under your belt. Mediocre at best, and the sequel, Lightworks. Um, yeah. So you're filming these like individual video parts with everybody, just everybody here, everybody there. What made the like the where was the click of like you know what this is all gonna be under one roof. Uh. It was when, yeah, it was after Cleon told me to do it, and then I had to figure out a name. I was just thinking in my head, I'm like, I'm going to film the happy medium of BMX. And uh, I knew that I had, I wanted to make a part with Drew, and it was tough with him because he has sponsor obligations, so it's like he wants me to film him for, or use all the footage for uh, sponsor video parts, and then Joey Mata, those were like two heads for sure, and then it, you know... The twins, they were on board with me since we've been filming skate park videos, and mm -hmm. I kind of, I legit wrote down a roster of my dream DVD, and it, it ended up being pretty fucking close. Like, nice. it's just my favorite riders from Arizona, and like, some, some footage is, you know, five years old before it reaches the DVD, and then some footage is two months old, and then I forget at what point you came in, so like... <clears throat> You were a late addition, I feel like. I said, fuck your list. <laughs> <laughs> fuck your list, I'm on it, boy. Fuck your list. But, so that's dope. I mean, that was... It's just so... Dude, the I, It was time. a crazy amount of... It was a crazy, like, couple years, you know? <laughs> I feel like it's all blurred together. As we were going out. Shit. I would... I worked, like, 7 a.m. at the construction yard, and I would be out until, like, 3, filming. Mm -hmm. Go home, sleep for three hours, and then go to work the next day. It was a crazy fucking time. Um, so yeah, do that times seven. <laughs> yeah. With that being said, I mean, fuck, dude. When you think about it, it is so much effort to film a full length video. Yeah, no, it's that, in, it's insane. The amount yeah. of imagine the miles and the gas and the yeah, fucking the expenses, the beers. If I put that towards something that could have made more money. <laughs> but then you would not. It's so give beautiful. A fuck I love the it. fact that like, it doesn't. You know. Yeah, you would not give a fuck. So the name it's mediocre a, it's at a best. Real passion project. <clears throat> the name mediocre at best was decided <clears throat> outside of your apartment. Was it outside? Or were we inside? We were outside. We were outside Sitting on the concrete round tables and the grass or whatever. Oh yeah, because uh, I mentioned just brainstorming. I said mediocrity. Yeah, I think I was, I was like, you should call it mediocrity. And I think I was and stuck on one or three three words because of a happy medium. Yeah. I wanted it to be three words, and then you said mediocrity, and I remember Drew said at the end of a famous Vital Web video, uh, Kyle Carlson films Bentley doing like a hang five to foot jam into a bank, foot jam whip maybe, and then pans over to Drew and he's sitting against a pillar at the wedge, and he like, what do you think about that, Drew? Yeah. And Drew goes mediocre at best. And then, nice. I think that's that's how it went. I'm pretty sure. That's how I remember it. <clears throat> I'm yeah. I believe you. <laughs> I believe you. You were there too. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it was at my, my apartment, apparently. Um, 
so <clears throat> that brings us to present day, pretty much. And mm. I mean, where what else did we, we kind of probably miss talk about on... Stranger and Sabrosa? That is true. I feel like everyone knows about that, though. Yeah. Like, that's not really that important. But, eh, we'll, we'll humor you here. <laughs> I, so, okay. You're, you're, ride, you're riding with LaShawn. We're filming Mediocre at Best. Does LaShawn get you this job? Does he vouch for you? Do you get yourself the job? Because you're already with Sabrosa, Shadow Rider, <clears throat> Pro Rider on both teams. So, rewind. I'm on GT, and I get Ballman on GT as well. Like, put in a good word for him at, with Chuck, and then... He loves the free coaster shit, so he gets on. And then me and Bowman are on GT when we're out in Long Beach, and we meet Rich Hirsch. And uh, I forget how the, it transpired, but like a couple of months or a year goes by after meeting him, and it was just a very casual, you guys want to ride for Stranger type shit? And we were like, yes, <clears throat> yes, please. And uh, I was so stoked. So it was like the Stranger project or something, and it was Charlie... Uh, Craig, Kramus, mm-hmm. myself, Eric, and we put together that video, People versus Things, and that was a cool chapter, man. Like, a Jesse, I mean, the video with, with Jesse Whaley, he's on the <laughs> Yeah. <clears throat> that video's insane. It's like a 15, 20 minute video, yeah, right? Yeah. It's a cool it's on, one. That's some I think of my it's best on Vimeo too. or YouTube. Yeah. It's really, it's really good. So, was that like a, did Rich, like, Christopher Columbus, you from GT, like, oh, I, I like forget, these. Man. These are mine. No, it was just like stagnant with GT. They're not doing anything. Like, no trips planned. The team managers kind of has his hands tied with corporate, and it's just all a, kind of a mess. And mm-hmm. I remember Chuck saying, like, if you guys get an offer to go ride for somebody else, like, please do it. You Take know? it. I, yeah. I'm not hurt or anything, and I took that to heart. And then when the opportunity came, I was like, fuck yeah! And I thought Stranger was That's so sick. cool too. Yeah. Like, Stranger was dope when yeah. it first started, man. Yeah. That's I love Rich. His like his art design and just him, his general attitude in life is awesome. I like I fuck with Rich Hirsch. You like him because he eats keto, don't lie. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think he probably he went through a dark portion of time. I'm not sure, but it seemed like it. And then kind of got his shit together and is on and up, on the up and up, and he's constantly designing shit and working the back end of the business side of BMX and also doing the cool shit. I don't know. I've watched his fucking vlogs. Yeah, I didn't even know he had vlogs. vlogs. Yeah, I didn't even know he had a vlog. And I don't remember how that shit ended either. Um, I don't don't fucking remember. I I just stopped caring about me riding. I finished mediocre and stopped like trying to get better at riding. More concerned with I think helping I just your other friends. Focusing filming, yeah. big time. And then, um, I emailed. Brian sure, because I heard some grumblings that they had an opportunity there open at Sabrosa. They needed a filmer. Did those grumblings <clears throat> come from a person? I don't think it was LaShawn. I think maybe through... Because that's really weird to me Chadwick. that that's not your in. Yeah, I mean, I was filming with LaShawn all the time. Every so like, fucking day. Um, but it was mostly just the persistent emails. And then it was when I they premiered Goody at Gordy's Bicycles and I just took the initiative to film a Shop Stop video for them not even for them I just filmed it like I just filmed HD clips of everybody riding at the jam and the actual premiere Mm -hmm. and I sent that over to them and tried to sell it to them like do you guys want to buy this and Ronnie Ronnie loved the initiative and was like is this the kid that's been emailing you like seven times this year and Ryan's like yep and so they Flew me out there for like a test run. They, like, I got to spend like a week in the Sparky's office and see how the operation went, and then um, 
I think they had me working on something that was like tedious, just some tedious, like come on out and do this video work. And yeah. then we did a trip to Atlanta, and I filmed the Sabrosa in Atlanta video. Which that was, was like your initiation, things, yeah. right? Like, and so I wasn't even a sure thing at that point. But after that video came out, mm-hmm. everybody was like, "Oh, this is the shit." That was so, your yeah. that was your intern week. Yep, exactly. Paid internship. So I ended up getting that job, dude, and then that was my life for fuck. Well, it's not even like, oh, I, now I work for a BMX company and handle their media. It's a, okay, now I move from Phoenix to fucking Orlando, Florida. Not, not yet, but yeah. And they were like, cool with me being at home for the first two years, three years. Oh, no way. Yeah. You worked for them for years before they yeah. wanted you to go in-house? Yeah. I think they maybe wanted me to move out there, but I didn't want to. I wasn't going to. Like, the scene was good in Arizona, mm-hmm. and I was out there. Like, I think it was very important to me to finish Mediocre, because I yeah. got a job before that. And so I made sure to finish Mediocre, premiered it, and then, yeah, it, kept, it was like two or three years of, like, mm-hmm. they would send writers out to to me and oh we'd film in Arizona oh god you made Matt Ray yeah <laughs> I just I just remembered that Kinda. like they yeah. sent Matt Ray to, I they remember we, I was me and Matt talked I was at the fucking I was at your house and you're like oh yeah I'm picking up this kid Matt Ray later tomorrow or something I'm picking him up from the airport I don't really know anything about him Hell he's yeah. like some park kid yeah <laughs> <laughs> and he comes out and just fucking shit on everybody <laughs> yeah. and every spot and it was just like he is not some park kid yeah. he's so a phenom, fuck bro. he's amazing we met him at a park party stop in somewhere I think it was Hadley or somewhere some park out there i forget the name of it or some shop out there yeah and boston <clears throat> he, sh- he, sh- he shows up and he's just quiet and timid but he does like 180 whips and 540 out of the just crazy tricks with so much style and just smooth like flair he's so fucking good and you can tell and then i was yeah. like that kid he's something and then <clears throat> a couple months go by or a year maybe and we're talking on instagram and i he He's like, man, I want to come out there and film with you. And I was like, you need to be on, dude. Like, let's just yeah. do it. Come out. And then he came out, and we filmed Matt Ray Skeleton Crew video. <laughs> that makes me laugh so Eight hard, days, dude. Yeah. Skeleton Crew video. Yeah. He just shit on the entire team <laughs> yeah. of what was it, Sabrosa at the time. It's one of the don't best get me wrong, Sabrosa has amazing writers. Yeah, well, you got to earn the pro spot. I know, <clears throat> and I understand yeah. that. But just watching that video, you're yeah. like, okay, you're, you're, you're fucking... telling the truth. That's, that was the comments. Dude. Yeah, it was like. Skeleton crew, he's better than everybody else. Like I I remember that it was it was crazy when that. I think it's a good thing though, honestly, because it really makes you like you you're not just gonna come through on this and join the team that's been been doing it and be like the new kid that's pro, like you know, earn your stripes type shit. And I think it's worked for him over time because he's cemented. He is Sabrosa at this point. I could speak from experience that it's almost necessary that you need your riders to go through like that farm system of like flow amateur mm-hmm. earn your shit to pro cause you put people straight to pro and your other pro riders that earn their shit there they might jump ship over to a different <laughs> company you know what I'm saying <laughs> it's a possibility mm-hmm. so it's like you can't you rub people the wrong way when yeah. you just fucking plug them right in like oh yeah here you go here's your $200 a month pro mm-hmm. guy mm-hmm. <laughs> you <gotta keep> pro <laughs> special but that so that's then I, I didn't John realize there was a couple years before you actually moved to Florida. Because mm-hmm. so, I now that I think about it, I remember being really bummed 
because after mediocre at best, I was like, let's film, dude. Like, let's do it. Let's do it. And you were like, I can't. They said I can't. Yeah. Like, I'm not allowed to film anybody that's yeah. not a Sabrosa Shadow Rider. And I was yeah. like, what? Yeah. What is this? Yeah. And they're like, you're like, yeah, I'm like their filmer. Yeah. Like, that's what they pay me for. And I was like, that's fucking crazy. <clears throat> yeah. I, uh, I put out the Lightworks promo because I edited it in a day. I just got a boner for it and made it while at the same time I'm working on the complete bike commercials for them. And I just dropped the Lightworks promo, and they uh, they weren't too pleased about that, that I didn't finish my work before I put out my own shit. So uh, I can make, that's, Even that's though they don't like, know, don't it took like fucking gear. five yeah. hours to edit or some yeah, shit. Not even. But. I just heard a song and then went, and like two hours later I was like, this is the promo, it's sick. You've always been quick yeah. with it like that. I remember filming videos like at Glendale Park, and park closes at 10, videos up by midnight. Yeah. It's like, holy shit, that that's shit. fucking yeah. insane. Like, the turnaround is nuts. Obsession! <clears throat> and it was their gear, and that's fair. Like, don't use our gear to film other riders, especially on competing brands and shit. But yeah, that makes sense. So yeah, and then I don't know. Nick Bolin comes out. Jono comes out. Nick I Bolin, Kyle, dude. I meet Wong, all those Sabrosa boys, dude. It was ditch burn. That was when I feel like Arizona was pretty big was on their transplants awesome. for BMX. Yeah. Like we were turning into a mini Long Beach. Yeah, people were Tempe just wanting sick. to move out to Tempe. Mm-hmm. So you could ride with anybody yep. any day. Nick Sebasti lived here. Greg Moliterno was out here. Mm-hmm. And there was Rashawn, like three filmers in Tempe, Tempe yeah. fucking five photographers. Everybody's like if you wanted it. to get anything done, you could just hit up a cornucopia of people yep. and just be like, okay, someone's going to have Those are the that. golden years. I mean, looking back, I was miserable during it. And I was depressed yeah. as shit, but I... It was really cool to. It's really cool to look back on, you know. Yeah. So what do you think? We had a grind box in front of the crib in Tempe, just grimy living, like BMX house. I loved it. Yeah. I so loved that was it. my question. I was like, yeah. do you think that that's? I mean, because I know you're, like styles and preferences change as we get older, but at that time, do you think that was like the best place for you to be? Mm-hmm. BMX house, going to college, partying, got a job, party, have fun. Yeah. Some great girlfriends along the way, some great breakups. It was, uh, yeah, so much learning, just finishing college in Tempe, and it's like living a double life, like doing the college route of like a traditional, get a job after college, <laughs> and then also at the same time living this crazy, weird BMX, <clears throat> I don't know, <clears throat> fucking beers every night, fucking. Yeah, BMX wildlife. Yeah. Because, yeah. dude, the stable was not like. A mellow. I'm not saying like it wasn't mellow. Like it was oh crazy party all the time. But it was like we're always having some beers, there's mm-hmm. something to drink, there's smoke some weed. Yeah. It was all there was couches outside. Yeah. Bentley was a house cat <laughs> yeah, at your was. house. He would just show up <laughs> and like well, how did Bentley get here though? I don't know. He's been here for a while. Yeah. He's outside in the morning and he's just sleeping on the couch <laughs> outside. Outside yeah. smoking a cigarette. <laughs> it was yeah. just like people would just show up, man. And it crib. was like it wasn't even bad. It was just like oh. You trying to ride today too? Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, let's go. But so that was that was a fun fun time mm-hmm. of your life, fun time of your life. But now nowadays we're kind of getting the more sophisticated, a little bit more professional. Bob, would you say? I sure. mean, you've lost twenty five pounds, thirty 50. pounds, fifty? Yeah, forty seven. God damn, yeah. you lost forty seven pounds. You fucking. Have told everybody in the world. <laughs> uh, apparently not me because I didn't know. Um, but yeah, man, you look like you're feeling good. You're not depressed all the time. That's yeah. a, that's a tough one because that comes in waves, yeah, you know. And that's that's something that's 
hard to talk about and easy to talk about at the same yeah. time. So it's like you're you're doing pretty well. Me and Bobby work together. We both work for a realtor out of Phoenix, Arizona, who's amazing, treats us really well. We got everything. We don't really have to worry about much, mm-hmm. you know? Like, we just got to get our work done, and that's fucking dope. Yep. And we've been doing this. You've been doing it for three to four years? Four. And Five. Four. I yeah. just had my three-year work anniversary, yeah. like, last week. So it's like we've been doing this shit for a while, and it's kind of mellowed down now. It's harder to get people out to go ride and yeah. meet up, and like everyone, you know, Clay's got fucking, he's got another baby on the way. He's gonna have two kids, a wife, mm-hmm. and all the people out here just kind of getting older, you know? Like, are you, is there anything that you feel like you didn't do that you're like, fuck, man, I wish I would have spent a little bit more time and like, focus more on writing or focus more on doing something with my college degree like I'm just kind of out of curiosity like anything that you can think of Uh, uh, the only like well the idea that I tell myself to have is just like don't even worry about that question like don't even think about regrets like what's the point of that just be grateful for all the shit that's happening where you are now but some one thing I do think about is just the relationship stuff like okay there's always been this attitude of, like, the grass is greener over there. Like, mm-hmm. I could do better, it's, you know, and it's that has plagued me <laughs> with relationships. So, like, I don't know. Think back a couple girlfriends ago. There's a couple that I probably should have just held on to. Or a couple made gems work. that you could have. But also, at that same time, like, I completely disagree with what I just said. And so, like, <clears throat> mixed, mixed feelings on it all. That's probably my problem. <laughs> I remember driving to, we drove to Texas Toast, driving to Texas, and we went inside to a gas station, and you took fucking, like, ten minutes to decide what fucking drink you wanted. Yeah. And I was like, he's a very indecisive guy. Yeah. I can relate with him. I can relate with him. <laughs> and me and you were just standing in front of the coolers, like, we don't know what to get. <laughs> Cody and Dawson are yeah. like, hurry up. Linwood's like, can I have a dollar? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, God damn it. You have a dollar. <laughs> my mom, the way my bank account is set up. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> but yeah, dude, I don't know. I, when I step back out of myself and think about what I've done and accomplished, I'm fucking proud. And then there's no way to, <clears throat> like, yeah, definitely not much regret as far as BMX filming and school goes and life and work and fuck yeah man that's good yeah that's good because I feel like a lot of people wouldn't have that answer or would say that same shit and not be honest about it yeah. but I feel like you're being pretty yeah. honest there like maybe I, like slightly less partying because I have a hard time remembering my 20s but you know yeah. even that dude I could even, say fuck it I'm fine then like I I have a hard time remembering high school and I didn't party in high school once that's what I keep my uh, Instagram going for <clears throat> alright so uh, I'm gonna Get into these Instagram questions on that segue. You just said Instagram. Gave me this idea. Um, And I'm just going to do them in order in which they came in because I feel like that's kind of the easiest way. Um, And the first two just make me laugh because, you know, it's just this photo of me and you, goofy photo from uh, one of the work events that we do. And Anthony Sean, Anthony uh, Gallegos from the skate park. You know him? Yep. He says, how many wins does he have in Fortnite? <clears throat> That's a good question. You're going to look? Hell yeah. You can check from your phone? FortniteTracker.com, bro. <laughs> 
<laughs> Apparently a lot if you have fucking FortniteTracker.com. Fourteen Tracker. Fortnite. Fourteen Tracker. Fourteen Tracker. I got FortniteTracker.com. All right. Here this, we go. This is the moment of truth. How many wins? Two hundred and seventy-eight. Total? Yeah. Or is that like solo? How many solos? Total. Twenty-two. Twenty-two solos. All right. 52, Fifty-nine duos. One hundred ninety-seven squads. Nah. Who gives a fuck? I'm trash dog. This is the perfect transition into my next question <laughs> of Dahmer Dylan. He says, "Why the fuck is he still playing Fortnite?" <laughs> <laughs> it's a good question. Because <clears throat> I'm, I get obsessed with things. You do have a very obsessive, yeah. addictive personality, right? You're yeah. very I'm like an addict. You're 100%. very. You think so? Like yeah. you, I, I feel like that everybody had like has an addiction. Yeah, it's just where you apply it to. Yeah, and for a while I was addicted to boozing, and mm-hmm. then recently, like February, I switched up my addictions to more manageable, better, but still kind of. Ah, why are you addicted to that type shit? But you know. So you you'd say you have an addictive personality, but you're aware that you have a, an yeah. addictive personality. Painfully self-aware, yeah. Yeah. Painfully self-aware. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Why are you so self-deprecating? It's like a defense mechanism that you learn. If you shit on yourself, then nobody else can... It won't hurt you when other people shit on yourself or shit on you. You think that's what it is? Cause like Probably. You, you know you're like a sensitive guy. if you dive into guy. psychology, yeah, I'm super sensitive, so yeah. like... I'll jump on me before you get the chance to type shit. I see. But like, like you, no one could hold this against you yeah. if you address it yourself. And I wouldn't say that I'm too self-deprecating right now. I'll do it jokingly. Like, right now I said I'm trash at Fortnite. I'm not trash. I know. I'm you're better than most. Yeah. Not most, but... Um, <laughs> Shut up. But, like, <laughs> give... If I, like... You can make the conscious decision to just give yourself permission to, like, love yourself and, you know, be okay with being... Thinking you're great, like there's nothing wrong with thinking you're great. Not at all. Which is cool. I, I totally it took me agree. a long time to learn that, but like, yeah. you know, it's cool to love yourself. Just don't be annoying about it. <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that that's that's a good answer because uh-huh. that was I meant to tie that in with the title mediocre at best because yeah, that's a self-deprecating. It's a self-deprecating title that you put on the whole crew that's in the video. <laughs> yeah. I have it tattooed on my leg. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> we actually, me and Bobby have matching tattoos mm-hmm. on our above our right kneecap. I think is what it is. Um, Next one's case, called absolutely fucking fantastic. <clears throat> I remember I was in physical therapy for my ACL tear on my left knee when I got that tattoo, and the person was, like, massaging my knee, and they're like, why didn't you get it tattooed on your fucked up knee? And I was like... <laughs> nice. That's a, that's, I probably that's a good should point. have done that. <laughs> <laughs> I probably should have done that. I didn't think about that. So, uh, continuing on with our Instagram slam, uh, Desert Rat 89 that would be Dylan Brugueras, DMAC. Oh, what up? From the park. Uh, I've never seen Bobby Cachode without a smile on his face. Stay rad, dudes. Hell Thumbs yeah. up. That's because he's only seen me at the skate park, and that's my happy place. I know. Dude. I've seen you grumpy as fuck. <laughs> yeah. Even at the skate park, I've seen you grumpy. That's true. But that was, that was a very nice sentiment. Thanks, that's Dylan. Nice. That's cool. Uh, you're going to love this one. You're gonna, this is going to be your favorite question of okay. the whole thing. Devin Lampman. Yep. Ask him how he's lost all the weight and is becoming Buff Bob. Hey. Let's hear your, uh... Regiment? Yep. <clears throat> Let's hear... This is um, the fucking ten minutes I'm gonna give you to talk about your ten health. Ten minutes? I don't need that much. I looked up uh, <laughs> how to lose weight on YouTube, basically, and just learned about nutrition and your hormones through this guy named Dr. Berg, and he has a YouTube channel where he's super informative and teaches everything that there is to know about how your body works and how it burns fat. And... 
the main thing for me was intermittent fasting. That was the first thing. And mm-hmm. then cutting out drinks. So, like, mm-hmm. there was a morning where I woke up feeling like shit, feeling super bloated, looked in the mirror and took a picture and looked at it. And I was like, holy fuck. You know, like, because yeah. you lie to yourself looking in the mirror. It's just like you fix your chin and you, like, look at a certain angle. Oh, yeah. Like, this is what I look like. But no. Like, I look at video footage and it was just embarrassing. I'm so fucking fat. <clears throat> and I don't know. There's that clicking moment of just, like... Okay, you know what? I'm doing it. I think by this time, I'm turning 30 next year, I'm going to be in my prime by the time I'm 30. And I'm on track to do that. It's pretty sick. So intermittent fasting, mostly keto diet. Like, I don't care about if I'm actually in ketosis because you still get the effects. And Mm -hmm. then, so I only eat between 1 o'clock and 6 o'clock, 1 p.m. and 6 p.m. And then the rest of the time, it's only coffee or water or like a bang. And then, yeah, it, it started falling off real fast. Like, within... I don't know, from February 1st till now, just being aware of what's, like, anything that spikes your insulin is going to prevent any fat burning for at least 24 hours. So, like, any time you eat just one piece of candy, it fucks up your whole system. So, like, the, mm-hmm. the more time you can go without spiking your insulin, keeping your blood sugar low, then you're, you're on fire, like, you're burning fat. Huh. Yeah, and just, like, educating myself and being obsessed with it. I was watching YouTube videos all night, <clears throat> every night, learning new shit on what to eat and how to fix it and at what the benefits yeah. of apple cider vinegar are. And then I'd hop on my bike a little bit more, start riding, and then started... Once I dropped the initial 30 pounds or so, like, I started taking it a little to the next level. I started going to the gym three or four times a week and just light workouts and shit like that. And now it's kind of growing into a more regimented every other day gym schedule with some cardio in between and nice. only drinking on special occasions and uh such as yeah. this one yeah yeah after you under the bus that does ah. it. is that 10 minutes ah. <laughs> oh yeah no we didn't mention uh, no we're having some captain captain lacroix captain captain and croy cheers bob cheers so uh Devin Lampman, if you want to become Buff Bob, just uh do what he just said. Dr. Berg on YouTube, dude. B-E-R-G. Dr. Berg, shout out Dr. Berg. Yeah. Dr. I'm, I'm gonna Berg. I'm gonna touch up on this health thing really quick. I give you I gotta say I give you the most shit out of anybody. <laughs> and it's uh, I'm of course I'm very proud of you. Um is amazing. Like I said, fifty fucking pounds, that's insane. I never would have thought that. I I have trouble losing fucking five pounds. So like good on you. I give you a lot of shit because I think it's annoying as fuck, but yeah. it's positive shit. It's like fine. you're look at you. You're doing good. Thank you. Uh so your boy, hard copy BMX Archive. You already yeah. know the question. Are you gonna get those autographs sent to me? No, no. that wasn't it. But yeah, <laughs> I can tell you. And now BMX we know you're feeling bad about that. Yeah. yeah. What's your favorite BMX DVD? Not counting his work. <clears throat> he knew you were so proud of yourself that he said, Dude, "You can't say." <laughs> no, mediocre. If, if the question was which one have you watched the most, it's mediocre at best for sure. You've watched it, like, yeah, especially while making it. Dude. How many times have you watched it in your head without it playing? <clears throat> oh, that's yeah. I can hear it right now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You are not like me. Um, favorite BMX DVD. So Low, well, dude, the new one that just came out of Australia is fucking... You're really high on that fucked. one. Fucked, yeah. What's it called? Oh, dude, it's... Uh, it's not a fucking Australia, man. You know yeah. the name of it. It's all the same. I'm sure he does. <laughs> He's cringing right now, like... <laughs> 
It's dis diff. Oh, that's fucked. I watched it and I was like, "This is the best shit ever." Discord. Has, I don't know. It has Boyd Hilder in it and everything, and uh, everything, <clears throat> and all those. But it's, it's so heavy. Like even like two sections in, you're like, "This isn't the banger," and then the next section goes, "This isn't the banger." It's like Jesus Christ. It's the perfect DVD. Does Jono have a clip? I don't think so. Don't care. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite BMX DVD is Low Tech Vancouver. Yo, Low Tech Vancouver. Yeah. I really want to go to Vancouver. The soundtrack, the vibes, everything about that. Rich Hirsch did the shit out of that. Nice. All right, moving on. Hayden Schimmel. Shout out to Harley. What's up, Harley? How, how many tabs of acid did it take to create Mediocre at Best? <sighs> um, I think he says it. How many did it take? But he meant how many did you take? I edited Lightworks with some acid. Oh, okay. I didn't edit Mediocre with acid. I forget what I used. Maybe I did. Sabrosa in Atlanta. It was Ecstasy. Sabrosa in Albuquerque <laughs> was Adderall. Sabrosa in Vegas was coffee. Um, there's been, yeah. Drugs Drugs definitely spark the creativity. Uh, fun. Psychedelics aren't that good for editing. No. You don't want to do it. You want to do something else. I edit and then take psychedelics and watch it, and then it gives you a fresh. Play. There you go. That's a good one. Take <sighs> take notes. Joey Mata's song uh, "Glowed Up." Watching his part on acid was the best shit that's ever happened to me. Like just laying by myself at four in the morning, uh, tripping balls, watching Joey over and over again. <laughs> Dude, I fucking love. It. And yours too. Huh? I still think "Who That Boy" by Tyler <clears throat> the Creator. Yeah, that was a good a option. Fucking banger for I'm Joey. Glowed up. Um, that's. Fun fact about Mediocre at Best, you're talking about editing that. Uh, it's premiere day, premiere night. You invite us all over to your house for a pre-premiere screening of the video. It's like everyone in the video, come to my house, we're going to watch it before, that way you guys can see it, check it out. We all get to your house, we're all in the living room, and we're kind of waiting, everyone's looking around, and where's somebody Bobby? says, where's Bobby? <laughs> yeah. You're not even at your fucking house, we're all sitting in your living room, and like, I text you or I call you, and you're like, oh, I'm at Chadwick's finishing the video, I'm like, why the fuck did you invite us all over here? We're sitting in your living room doing nothing. Man. That shit was, you totally <clears throat> forgot, yeah. you just didn't even realize, you were like, oh yeah, I did that, <clears throat> oh, sorry, see you at the premiere. I was editing that shit all night, I waited to edit it two days before the premiere dude <laughs> all of the editing for Mediocre was done within 48 hours before the premiere and it was finally done and burnt onto a DVD roughly like an hour before the actual premiere and that's, that's fucking crazy it's nutty <laughs> I didn't even have a way to play, play it, it. Yeah. alright so we got one from uh, Lloyd Sherrod Sherrod mm -hmm. this isn't for you but this is for me Lloyd Sherrod he said why the switch from fit to cult Oh. Um, and just in full transparency of answering every question that we get, I guess I could say uh, Fit took me off the website. I haven't talked to them all year. Um, I haven't done anything for them in a long time, so I just wanted to support a dope brand that I thought was cool. Just saw Began go over there to Colt. I fuck with Began. He's a good guy. I fuck with Colt. They got a cool aesthetic going on. Fit, not really so much cool anymore. It's a little more cringy, and I just thought it was time to, you know, support some dope people that I wanted to support. So they didn't, uh, they just, you know, gave me a good deal. My friend Clay hooked it up. Clay Johnson, he's the OG. So uh, he got me a good deal over there. Thanks, Clay. Uh, last one on this slide, because I made the mistake of putting Ask Bobby the Question on, like, multiple slides, yeah, so yeah, I yeah. have to, like, <laughs> go through them all. But this is from uh, Katie J. Shout out to Caitlin Javier, baby girl. Hello, shouty. She says, challenge. 
I don't know how well you're going to do with this. But she says, freestyle rap about your favorite thing. So I don't know how easy it's going to be to rap so about cool me. When I do the jewel, I'm never rapping about Troy, but he is my boy. He's not my favorite thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, all right. So let's re- let's reverse it. And I'm going to say instead of doing a freestyle, lay down a fucking sick ass beat. Dude. <laughs> let's hear the one you got. Uh, Hey, yo, that's crazy. That was nice. All right, Uh, (laughs) dude, I think you killed it. I forgot you could beatbox until just then. That was amazing. All right, let's continue, dude. This is awesome. Uh, one of my homies, uh, Icy Cold Medina, he says, what games do you play? Fortnite. I know it's only Fortnite, yep. but Bobby used to be ranked in, like, the top 5% of Halo players <coughs> yeah, in Halo the world. Five. Halo 5. He's we, ranked top 5% in I everybody. Won a, I won a doubles tournament in Scottsdale in Halo 5. That was cool. <laughs> Kudos. Kudos. Is that you and Wes? Yep. <laughs> Shout out to Wes. Ooh, Sam Burroughs. Mm-hmm. Do you have a favorite Lufa Zoom? Oh, damn! Yeah, I think <laughs> the one where he's like doing a di- he's posing while cliff diving like this midair. <laughs> the hand yeah, under hand the on ear, head, one yeah. on the hip. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah! All right. I woke up one morning hungover, living with Drew, and just like saw a picture of Lufa and felt like just felt so amorous and just zoomed in on him and screenshot it and posted it on my Instagram and then. Hashtag LufaZoom. And then Ditch Matt was like, more. And then I was like, you got it, man. And I just kept LufaZooming, dude. It became a thing. Shout I don't out. even think it's a thing. It's just me doing it. But I fucking love LufaZooming. Shout out Matt Nishke. Good dude. Brace face. <laughs> when, uh, Lucas Lage. Lucas Loggy. Uh-huh. BMX, whatever. When did life hit? And how did you bounce back? <laughs> That's super That's, vague, dude. No, man. that, that I, I feel that. Uh, it hit after... Uh, let's see, it hit when drinking became an everyday thing. It hits when your, like, body stops processing booze well if you're drinking all the time and then you just get fucking... What do you mean, stops processing Uh, It was, like, the timing, the timing of, like, the, having your passion be your job for a while with Sabrosa and then, Mm. like, getting a little bit burnt out and not ever thinking you're gonna finish Lightworks, like, feeling like shit, because... You have this big, overlooming project and just, like, burying your feelings with booze and dating strippers and living in an apartment by yourself and feeling depressed and alone and drinking to make that go away and then the hangover and then eating, like, shit at night and then it just compound effect because you're just dealing with your feelings instead of worrying about, like, actually doing well. And then bouncing back is just, like, letting it, I guess, get low enough until you make that decision of, like, ah, fuck it, all right, let's go. And then you kind of bounce back and you know life just comes in waves dude like there's always periods where even if everything's going well and i look good i feel good i'm doing great but i i'll I'll have like a week of just like fuck i hate everything Mm -hmm. i just like you become a witness to your own thoughts like you're not attached to them you're just like okay this is happening in my brain right now it's kind of annoying i hope it you know it'll pass this too shall pass but yeah that's kind of how it goes and how it's been going my whole life. So, I don't know. Maybe I'm fucking... Maybe I need to be diagnosed <laughs> by a psychologist or some shit. No, I think you got a good handle yeah. on, like... 
Because you feel a certain way, and you might be stuck in that for the rest of that day, but you bounce back that next day. Yeah. Like, whenever you have a bad day, like, just from me noticing, you have a shitty day, you go home, you fucking have a shitty night. Yeah. But the next morning, you're back on your shit, and you're trying to make it happen. So I feel like, you know, didn't ask me, but... It's you change your daily habits. You want to change your life, change the shit you do every day. If you can't do that, your life ain't gonna change. Mm -hmm. Simple as that. I mean, that's a fact, dude. I've been making my bed every day. Dude, Shorty makes a bed every morning, and I've never done it, but it makes me want to do it because I'm like, shit, maybe I'm missing something. It's cool. There's something to it. Uh, TMC 150, my boy Troy Cooper Mm -hmm. out in I know Yeah, yeah, yeah. For for the viewers, okay. For the for the listeners, what's up? Can you ask him why he is the best ever to do it? Hell yeah. I sure can, and I did. Why are you the best ever to do it, Bob? Well, you see, our Lord and Savior granted me these gifts. Yeah. All all through the grace of God that I'm able to capture these images and present them to you in a way that is digestible. That is movable images. Uh, Why? Because I'm fucking insecure enough to want to be the best, and then I... I'm, you know, now I'm the goat. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, fucks with it. Justin Duck. Duke Duck. Duck? I don't know. He owns a donut shop. Fucking best donuts. Shout out to Justin Duck. Yep. Beyond Donuts and fucking the 101 in Union Hills, like 83rd Avenue in Union Hills. Best fucking donuts you're ever going to get. He says, did he learn all of his tricks on a basketball court? <laughs> a lot of them. A lot yeah. of them, right? We lived across the street from, like, a half-court park, and all my tricks were basically flat-ground tricks, so, like, all the 180s, the backlashes. I was I would go out there and just try nose-manualing for, like, three hours every night. Yeah, all my tricks, full calves, five calves, all that shit, you learn on flat, manual 180s, all that. When you say we, did you live next to him? No. Uh, I was with Cleon most of the time, Tyler Kerbat, oh, okay. uh, and then it, it, random people would come over and ride the park with us. There's I think a he's from your neighborhood yeah. area, though. He must have I been. I think he was like a ridge kid. Maybe, yeah. Uh, Shit, Justin. <laughs> Alex Carrillo, 239. Mm-hmm. How you doing? How you doing? Oh, uh, yeah, that's the... <laughs> That's Daddy Alex from the skate park. Yeah, I figured it was something. He picked up on it. How you doing? How you, how you doing? doing? How you doing, man? Hey, how you doing? I'm doing good, Alex. Thanks for asking. <laughs> okay? Now everything's all right, all right? All right. And uh, the fucking uh, King Bonnell came through with a couple. What's up, King? Uh, who do you look up to riding-wise in Arizona? Snowbirds don't count. <laughs> um... I could think of three. Yeah. There's so many. Um, Clay and Robbie. Yeah, those are two. And that's more for, like, obviously riding, too, but just appreciating the... Just the art of doing a simple thing on a cool spot and just the act of being out and Mm -hmm. doing it. Mm -hmm. Um, And their whole lifestyle and being older and still getting after it. I've learned so much from Clay and Robbie just absorbing what yeah. they do. Like, And then it also depends on what you mean by look up to. Like, <clears throat> who do you look up to riding-wise? Like, I don't really care to learn new tricks, so I'm not really looking up to anybody. I look up to, honestly, my old videos and be like, all right, if I can bring this trick back, then I'll there be you pretty go. stoked, you know? That's fair. I know yeah. a rider you look, looked up to 
writing wise, as in like wanted to emulate. He's not from Arizona, but Carl Pointer. Yep, <clears throat> that was yep. your boy, big time. Carl Pointer. Um, I never liked Carl, Carl <laughs> yeah, Pointer. No, dude. <laughs> I don't know where the fuck I that came obsessed. from. Um, all right, let's move on to his next one. Uh, what happened to Canode Mode? Was that a thing, or did I just make that up? Yeah, that was a thing. That was the name of one web video, Canode Mode. So it was just like one yeah. web video. That Ryan made. French just named the video Canode Mode. Oh. Because I think, I think he picked it up because he was filming with me and we had to do one-on-one missions because I just get into canode mode and just ride around in a circle trying the same trick over and over again, not getting it. Because most of the time it's like a small balance trick on a ledge and yeah. it just takes me a while. And then if I'm in canode mode, I'm not really talking. I'm just kind of riding in an actual circle trying a trick over and over and over again nice. obsessively. And that's, I think, why he okay. called it that. Did, uh, at the peak of like your riding days... How was your TPM? Pretty high. I was not out of shape, so it was like, especially with like a nosy, I was I would just get so frustrated and try and pedal back to getting it. TPM is tries per minute for the record, but like, I you know I can't think of a number. But <laughs> Where did I pretty hear high that? up? There. I heard that the Chadwick. first time from Chadwick. Yeah. yeah, I think I was trying a trick, he's and got, he was you got like a booster TPM. He was, you no, he, he was like he's got a really good TPM. <laughs> That's such a film return. <laughs> tries per minute. Uh, I remember right. side story. Ch- yeah, Chadwick yeah. had the Sabrosa and Shadow dudes. It was, I think it's Sabrosa in town before I was working for them, and he was filming for Goody, and it was like Lashawn, Jerese, Simone at ASU campus and I got to like Chadwick just kind of pimped me out to <laughs> to film them that night and I got to film a couple of clips of them on like the A-frame benches or whatever and a couple of different spots and just meet them and film with them for the first time and I was shitting my pants too was that the night that I found Simone. out I could bunny hop higher than Simone <laughs> maybe probably I yeah. think it was <clears throat> yeah nice I'm excited about that Chadwick yeah. shout out to Chadwick Chad- dude. that was a good night I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure I was pedaling around that night like mm-hmm. that's the that's the night I got the clip at ASU where I hopped on the thing turned around did the manual 180 off and those little like, baby out ledges I don't know if you probably don't remember, but hopped on the thing. A hop, it was in mediocre oh, yeah, best. Yeah, I hopped on yeah, yeah. it, I turned around, yeah. and manual. And they're all sitting at the table. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I got the line where I hopped over, and, and then, then Nick Tansley, party tooth. Yeah. And then yeah. I did the manual too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, another one from King Bonnell. Least favorite thing about BMX. Now falling. Learning a new trick requires getting hurt so fucking much, and I hate. Getting hurt. That's a good fucking answer. That that's a rider. Least favorite thing. That's a, that's the most rider or <laughs> yeah, answer it sucks you could. So bad, it's dude. fucking facts, dude. Yeah. Falling sucks. Uh, and then he's gonna round it out with favorite riders to film and why. You, buddy, because you're fucking nutty. Actually, sometimes I don't like filming Nick because he just goes ham and he's doing crazy life death stuff and it's like very scary for three but hours at the same at a time, time. It's really cool. Yeah, and he like <clears throat> yeah. You're on another level, Nick. Um, Troy, you've always been a favorite. I mean, everybody that I've filmed in Arizona is my my favorite. I think for, like, um, uh, what's the word? For keepsake or memento or what the fuck? Special to your heart? Yeah. What's the fuck? We know what you're trying to say. There's a word. I'm looking for a word. (coughs) Drew. Because it's just OG days of getting started. He was always there, so... Love the Drewster. You would say, so if you had to put one, you would go with Drew because of sentimental value. Sentimental, yeah. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, let me piggyback and off. And also Joey, sorry. Yeah, yeah, And Mata. also, god damn it, everybody, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would put Drew and Mata at the top of your list. If I was making your list, I would say it was probably these two. 
Um, they're the, you know, the backbone of everything. Like, they were the beginning and ending sections in my mind when I started filming Mediocre. Before I knew it had a name, I knew yeah. it had Joey and Drew in it, and that's, like, one of the only two things from the get-go. Well, Joey has done both now. <sighs> yeah. So. And it's Joey's fault that we're doing another one. I remember getting a hot bagel with him after Lightworks, and I was like, dude, I don't think I'm doing another one. He was like, Shut up. He was like, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you sure, Joe? And he was like, yeah. And, Joe's uh, not trying to film no uh, web video. Yeah, give a fuck. Of course he's going to be like, yeah, let's film another DVD. Fuck it. Yep. I miss Joe Joe, man. Yeah, I hit him up the other night to go to the park. But he said, I was like, I'm going to the park tonight if you can make it. And he's like, I can make it. My truck can't. <laughs> and I was like, okay, fair enough. Um, piggybacking off of favorite writers to film and why, do you want to throw any shade? and say who's your least favorite person to film hmm. like these people you, you can't get you can't take it personal if your name comes up you just fucking suck no cause even the ones that suck to film are fun like I love yeah. I love it when like you can tell somebody's getting frustrated with themselves and like they're taking so long and mm-hmm. I know they're taking so long and they know but they keep apologizing and I'm just like dude honestly it's okay like yeah I'm pretty I, zen about when it takes forever. Yeah. You're, the, you're always really good about the apology. The, uh, Don't worry about it. When you're having an attitude, I'm <clears throat> trying to think. Yeah, just like the prima donna attitude isn't chill. I don't like that. No. That's no fun. And then not. when it there's pressure put on you, like, don't fuck this up. It's like, who the fuck are you to say that to me? Like, shut yeah. up. Yeah. <clears throat> that general thing is no good. I haven't run across... I like, if I don't like filming with somebody, I... Don't film. I... Usually don't. Nice. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, that was just me trying to bring yeah. out the l- <laughs> yeah. little bit of yeah. negativity in you. Um, uh, let's go. I said, I, I was doing all these posts on Instagram, and I was like, all right, well, you don't want to ask a question, just roast us. Yes. I thought this was going to get a lot more traction than it yeah, did, it but no one fucking, <clears throat> no one dropped in at it. I was ready. Yeah. But uh, Bobby... <laughs> yourself you said look at that fat fuck bob yep um there's a photo of me and you at the christmas party yeah and dean says when's the wedding <laughs> and my friend rachel says nerds all right cool so, roast, uh, rachel all you guys can suck my dick <laughs> <laughs> uh moving on dude man will hey tell him thanks for that ramp slow motion video hell yeah Cool. Did you f- send him a video, no, or is I that the one you uploaded for on Jono? YouTube. On YouTube, yeah. I think I made it for Jono, and then I put it on YouTube for uh, whatever. <laughs> yeah, so Jono asked Bob, like, yeah. hey, I-, I need to know how to ramp slow-mo. Can yeah. you send me a video? And Bobby's like, yeah, I got you. Screen records some video, sends it step-by-step step how to ramp slow-mo, but then just uploads it to YouTube. Yeah, how to ramp slow-mo in 60 seconds. Or and it's fucking brilliant, dude. Yeah. You can learn how to do it in a minute. It is probably the best ramp slow-mo video I've seen, because I've looked them up. That's very nice. Because I was trying to figure out how to do it, yeah. and they're all, like, fucking 15 minutes long, yeah. and it's like, just tell me where to click! <laughs> drives me crazy. Uh, West Side Legend. Hey. What's it like going from filming top pros to us? <laughs> <laughs> dot, 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 dot. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good question, dude, because you film people like fucking Mark Mulville. Yeah. Simone Baracco. Fucking... Matt Ray. Matt Ray. Like, what's the highest profile name you film? It's different. You have to, like... Simone, for sure. Simone? Yeah. You have to... I have to, like, remind myself sometimes. I... It doesn't come up that much, but, like, sometimes in my head I'll be... I'm, I'm thinking of tricks for a perfect pro rider to do do on the spot. 
and then whoever I'm with will call out the reasonable thing to do, and it's just like, oh yeah, oh okay, yeah, because you're not Matt Ray. Gonna, <laughs> yeah, you're not gonna five forty double bar this. Okay, that's fine. <clears throat> I don't think five forty. So you mean you're not bar. gonna double truck it? Okay, double truck isn't the trick to do anywhere. Sorry yeah. guys. So what's it like? It's it's all right. I mean, it's, it's wonderful. Not- Wonderful. The process is fun. Wonderful. Yes. It's a cool spot and good use of it. I love it. Let me make sure I got no one else in here. Oh, Josh Bagar. You already know Josh Bagar sent you two, but he couldn't reply to the fucking things. He sent me a DM. He couldn't even type it in the little question box. Josh Bagar, what's one thing in filming you wish you would have known sooner? You kind of touched on something earlier about always be upgrading your gear yeah you said like you wish mm-hmm. you would have took that into account so i'm gonna exempt that one you can't use that <clears throat> um i didn't understand shooting in a like flat color profile and using the s-log curve to color grade it or color grading took a while to learn yeah that's language <laughs> i don't know what I, the fuck you I just think said. i mumbled it a little bit but uh Arnaud from France taught me that shit. Um, wow, really? Stinky? Yeah, Stinky yeah. taught me some shit last time he was here. Damn. <laughs> Pepe Le Pew. <laughs> <laughs> didn't he, like, stay at your house filming. for, like, two or three weeks and just didn't shower? Yeah. He'd be, like, out yeah. riding he, like, every day so and just Arnaud Wolf from France came, came to stay with me and Drew, and then he hurt his ankle really bad and then just stopped taking care of himself. He just stayed on the couch and became... The whole house smelled like him. It was crazy. <laughs> Uh, to answer the question better, I think learning to like appreciate B-roll and lifestyle shots more. Because for most of my filming career, I haven't really cared that much to film that stuff. But lately, I've been all about it. You've been killing the yeah. eye close-ups yeah, and the face, fun. the focus poles. Yeah, I've been seeing your focus poles. Uh, and then more, yeah. follow up another one, Josh Bagar. What's the spark that makes you want to create BMX content? It's that feeling that you got when you were, like, 14 and you saw your first BMX video and you're just astounded at it. Like, I'm not around young kids watching BMX videos as much anymore, but I'm sure if I was, I would spark it again. But, like, watching Shook It's On for the first time and Voices and Animal Can I Eat and just that effect that it had on me mm-hmm. and the fact that I got to do that and, like, if I've... Our video has had that effect on kids all over the world. It's fucking awesome. It's and crazy. it's just a matter of, like keeping it up just to just to kind of show the effect or to demonstrate the effect that your videos have had not to say oh or change your people's lives or whatever maybe they are shit i don't know yeah maybe but <clears throat> i just went uh to one of my best friend cody wright i went to his wedding out in gilroy california or whatever it's like northern california is 30 minutes south of san jose so that area right by the bay and uh, we go to this wedding out there, and his um, sister-in-law's son is there, right? And I pull up and saying hi, park the car, and I'm saying hi to everybody. And this kid comes out and he fucking sees me, and he's like, and he's like, "You're Troy Blair," <laughs> and I was like, "Fuck!" <laughs> I was like, "Damn it!" I'm with like my childhood homies mm. from like fucking second grade to life, you know. And he's this kid knows who I am. Yeah. The only reason he knows who I am is because he has seen 
mediocre at best. Sick. And then like yeah. he saw that he's like some young BMX kid, and he's like, yeah. it, it was fucking crazy. Yeah. I was like, damn it, dude! Like I was so actually cool. kind of bummed because <laughs> I was like, shit! Now this fucking kid knows who I am. I can't even be myself anymore. But then I was like, nah, I ain't even doing that. Nah, fuck. I was like, nah, I'm me. But that that pretty much concludes the. Uh, no, I got I, you, fam. I think that. Oh, you got a couple questions too. Yeah. Oh, cool. Oh my <clears throat> goodness. All right. Well, before I read into Bobby's Instagram questions, I need to go take a piss. So we're gonna pause for a second. We will be right back. All right. And we're back. All right, we're back. Episode one of Be Aware, Troy Blair. <laughs> I got Bobby's phone in front of me. We, uh, we're going to go through some of these questions. Um, so what did you put out? You were just like, uh, episode of KK Tomorrow is about your truly what you want to talk about. What you want to talk about? And he says, what you want to talk about? Kelly Nicole wants to talk about three things. Do you want them uh, rapid fire or do you want them? Hit me with it. You want? She wants to talk about those abs. She wants to talk about tacos, and she wants to talk about stand up. Tacos, take them or leave them. Uh, stand- Whoa! No, no, no. That's not something you just fly. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about tacos. You don't fuck dude. with tacos. Everybody loves Taco Tuesday. I could care less. Um, okay, whatever. Tacos are cool when they're there. I don't see the I don't see the obsession with them. You don't seek out tacos. I don't seek out tacos, dude. Okay, all right. Taco Tuesday. All right, you're fucking wrong, but okay. Uh, <laughs> those abs will come. Probably January. Yeah, February, that one's gonna February. T- that one's gonna take some time, man. Yeah, um, but I, I, I mean, they're there. They're just underneath a layer of blubber. You've been doing the weighted yeah. sit-ups. I've been doing a bunch of ab workouts, <clears throat> and then well, then you're gonna the fucking thing? get it. See, it's not about the ab workouts, though. It's just your. It comes from carb trimming fat. Uh, stand up. Because everybody has abs. <clears throat> it's just a matter of being able to see them through the fat. Uh, stand up was so fun for the couple months that I got obsessed with it. It's a uh, way harder than it looks and it's also a very uh dark world the comedians especially open micers do they're just all it's pretty dark it's a weird vibe i love the people that are in it i love that scene there's i met a couple ones that i think are going places with it and i still have the urge to do it like here and there but i haven't written anything so like i need somebody to challenge me like let's go do an open mic and then i'll write five minutes within a week yeah. or so and we like Betley did that to me once and I was so ready like but then he bailed but you need a homie to like go in with <clears> yeah. you I feel like that's me for yeah. doing a lot of things I have trouble just writing by yeah. myself like, you really gotta like if I'm gonna do, do stand up I'm gonna commit cause I wanna be good at it and I was committed for a while I was doing it five nights a week and uh getting up like one or two times a night and like just trying out different stories and material and really experiencing the feeling of bombing like yeah, garbage feeling. <laughs> That's got to like, suck. Having a room full of people looking at you when you're just telling a story that you think might be funny and they're not laughing at all, like, oof, dude, it hurts. It's a real, uh, it's a personality builder, I think. So by January, <clears throat> you're going to look like Ricochet. Sure. <laughs> okay, sounds good. Dean, will, no- Dean will know what I'm I don't want to look about. like him. Dean will know what I'm saying. Uh, unlock me again. All right. So, Kelly Nicole. I hope all your dreams come true. Biker Bro 420 says everything. We're gonna pass that. There's these uh, cheese crisps that they sell at Whole Foods instead of so there's no carbs, but it's everything flavored Parmesan cheese and it's fucking just crispy like a cracker. And you do that dipping hummus, dude, and you fucking snack in without regret. Ooh wee! 
that's my favorite kind of bagel, dude. Everything. I miss bagels. I was going to bring that up. I was going to say, how about uh, everything bagels? Yeah, like, how about everything is in, like, the universe? What does it all mean, man? Thanks for the question, fucking dipshit. <laughs> Tyler. <laughs> I don't even know his I name. I remember calling him Tyler. His name's Nick. Oh. <laughs> I just called that's, him Tyler. That's like Bino. I called him Greg. Greg. Greg, <laughs> Greg and, uh, no, I called him Craig. Craig. Craig, me and Travis, like, we were just, none of us, neither of us knew his name. Yeah, Craig. And we are like, shit, dude, what's, Travis was like, dude, what's that kid's name? And I was like, uh, I don't know, uh, call him Craig. And then he was like, all right. He's like, I, he was like, I was, all right, I said, like, you call him Craig, I'll call him Craig. And he's like, all right. So we just started calling him Craig. And he'd be like, why are you calling me Craig? My name's B. Bino, why are you calling me Craig? And then we called him Craig for fucking weeks, dude. Maybe even months. And then one day, we, me and Travis pull up to the park. He's riding with me. We park. And then I'm like, hey, Bino's here. I was like, call him Greg. Don't call him Craig. Just start nice. calling him Greg. And he's like, all right. So, like, we would roll up because Bino got used to it. And we would yeah. roll in the park. And he'd be like, oh, what up, Craig? Like, he would play into it. So then we were just like, Craig. What up, Greg? How you doing, man? What's up, Greg? Chill. And he was just like, what the fuck, Greg? Like, he was so confused. It was stupid, but it was funny. Um, he knows the best. <laughs> this, is, this is a pretty good one from uh, from uh, Westside Legend. He said, you are young and jaded. How did you get that way? <laughs> was it GT or Sabrosa that did it to you? <laughs> Uh, Sabrosa, man. Sabrosa. <laughs> Those are my two options. So he's a grizzled young veteran. Nothing against Sabrosa. <laughs> it's just the experience of doing all that. Hard copy BMX Archiv says, favorite BMX DVD, we already addressed you. Mm-hmm. Dobie says, F you. That's short for fuck you. All right. Fuck you too, Dobes. Um, Robot Samurai. My boy Sam yep. says, get in fit. <clears throat> Flexi man. Dude, it takes forever, man. It's so long. I feel like I've been doing it for years. You have to think about it every day. And then, yeah. I, like, uh, the results that I have right now are cool, and I love getting the compliments, but I'm not happy with it yet. Like, fuck! I don't think you ever really get happy with it. I don't think you will. I don't be. think Jim Brown is happy with his body, dude, and he's got, like, perfect bodybuilder body. That, that dude. So, yeah, I have this level. sickness now, and I'm stoked. It's cool. <laughs> get up and get down with the sickness! <sighs> I have a bet with Sauce, fat fucking Sauce. All right, let's hear this. A hundred dollar bet that he's gonna lose forty pounds before I get a visible six pack, and I took the bet kind of stupidly because it's way easier to lose forty pounds when you're, yes. when you're fat Sauce than it is to have a showing six pack when you're me. Considering so, you've already lost fifty, I'm really going super hard with it. Yeah, so I have to win this hundred dollars from Sauce. Otherwise, if he loses the weight, I have to pay up and swallow my pride. But hashtag Sauce is fat. What's up? <clears throat> Welcome to the Sauce is Fat podcast. It's better than swallowing mashed potatoes and gravy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Fat fucking sauce. Dude. Chadwick's got a good one. Chadwalk. Uh, why is his name Chadwalk on Instagram? Star Wars. I don't know. Like Skywalker. I have no clue. Oh, okay. Mm, Chadwick. He's obsessed with Star Wars. I know Chadwick, if you could hit me up and let me know <laughs> why your name is Chadwalk. Shoot like us an email. Like, Kenode knows it. <laughs> he says, uh, talk about working for a brand versus working for yourself. This is a guy that knows a lot about that. Yeah. It's a really good question. Um, so, uh, yeah. It feels better when you finish a project that you're doing only for yourself. It feels also good to get a paycheck for doing projects for a brand that's paying you. 
So, yeah, I, I mean, I, I think back of my happiest days of like working a shitty job at Jimmy John's and just grinding, doing videos for myself. Those were my favorite times. But then it's also a dream come true to get your job working for a brand. So it's like, it's a tough one. <clears throat> if you can figure out how to make money doing your own videos, sheesh, that's the winning combination. Yeah, for real. YouTube put a kibosh on that. Uh, okay. That was a good, that was a good solid question. Yeah, that was nice. Uh, underscore art is hard. Curtis. Uh, who's Curtis? Curtis Woodruff. He's an OG. Oh, Curtis Woodruff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's from, uh, from... Yeah, Verdi, basically. Yeah, he would ride the bowl off mm-hmm. the side of the freeway. I know Curtis. He's a snowboarder. Yeah. Snowboarder guy now, all right? He's, he's up there. Nice. All right. Uh, about your time getting into BMX, who you watched and who you wanted to ride like. I would Damn. go over with him to Trace and Trenton LeMasters' house. They had ramps in their backyard. I'm on, like, a mountain bike, a 24-inch bike, and they showed me Shook. It's on. And there's all kinds of crazy riding Eric Holly and Brad Sims and all these dirt jumpers and shit, but I just loved Carl Pointer shit. I was like, you can sit down and go backwards? What? Without pedaling? What? And I just got obsessed with that. And I was like, what is that called? And free coasting. And that was basically what <clears throat> sparked my style of riding. Carl Pointer? Carl Pointer. Uh, where are we at? Same, same guy, Curtis? Spoiler. He already knows it's Carl. I already know it was Carl Pointer, but the fans don't. Well, shit, Curtis, I ruined that for you because they already found it out, man. Oh, shit. Uh, Sam Burroughs, again. If you could film with any rider in any city, who would it be? Damn, so pluck one rider yeah. and fucking put him anywhere in the world and you're the filmer, what would you want to do? I feel like so many variables go into that. Yeah, I mean, there's, that's a really hard question. I feel like, like it's got to be like Mata in Barcelona or Mata in Hawaii. My first gut was Mata and then in Barcelona or Hawaii. Mata in Hawaii would be rad. But then, like, I think about it and I'm just like, Matt Ray in Barcelona would oh be my God, incredible. Yeah. I would love to do that. Yeah. You get, a, you get along <clears throat> with Matt Ray pretty yeah. well, don't yeah. you? Like, what's your relationship think, with Matt? Matt in Barcelona. I don't know. I, I had to pry shit out of him and we've like had some experiences together where it, like bonding moments that I'll never forget type shit and we accomplished those videos that we've done together and I kind of was essential in helping him grow in BMX and watching the process of him going from you know hungry little kid to established pro now is fucking awesome I don't know how many dinners has he bought you <clears throat> I don't think so not that many damn huh. we always buy our own shit Okay. Yeah. That's where you guys are at? Yeah. You're like, all right. No. All right, cool. <clears throat> so, Matt Ray in Barcelona I think would be the answer to that answer, one. Yeah. That's, or Simone. Yeah. Simone just lives there, doesn't he? Yeah. Or fucking... So just, like, go get a Or somebody I've him. never filmed, like Devin Smiley in fucking San Francisco. Shout out Devin, dude. I barely know Devin, but we yeah. play video games with him every now and again. He's a Or Nick Bonnell in Mexico City, dude. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Nick, <clears throat> King Bonnell, anywhere. Yeah. King Bonnell at 59th and Northern. <laughs> the fuck? First corner, four corners. 35th and Peoria. 35th and Peoria, yeah. yeah. I'm, just, hey, I'm directing them to the wrong <laughs> spot. Uh, <laughs> Sam Burroughs again. He's got two more for you. If you can move any riding spot in the world to Arizona, what spot would you put here in, like, Phoenix? 
That's a fucking crazy question. Why BMX and skaters are so weird that we like that question makes sense to us. Brooklyn Banks in Central Phoenix. Oh, I'm so bummed I never got to ride yeah, Brooklyn Banks. Me neither. But Brooklyn Banks in Central Phoenix would be so sick, dude. Could you imagine if, like, instead of what Park, what we get underneath the, the bridge yeah. at Deck Park, we have yeah. Brooklyn Banks yeah. instead? Holy shit, that would be <laughs> fucking insane. And it would be, like, the same type of setup, yeah. I feel like. It would be amazing. I feel like that... Is that why they closed Brooklyn Banks? Was, like, because of, like, homelessness and, no like, idea. shadiness? No? Probably a good guess. I don't know. Maybe they're looking to gentrify Brooklyn Banks. Uh, that's what it's called, right? Gentrify. Sam Burroughs, again, if you could have any meal from anywhere for dinner tonight, what would it be? And let's just act like you're not on a diet and you're not watching figure. Like, any <clears throat> fucking food from anywhere in the world, what do you want? Uh, I don't care that much. Buffalo chicken Caesar salad from Babo, Italian eatery. You're not like a you're yeah. not a big food guy. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm not I've a had food good food guy. before, but also like five star restaurants food is bomb, dude. Like a good well cooked steak with some like greens and asparagus and shit. Where did you have a five star restaurant dinner? We went on a meeting where this company was trying to sell Joshua on something, and he brought me along. Oh, like, it was a I work to, work dig. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. So, so that was bomb. A full food. five star restaurant steakhouse type shit was that in canada they did the whole thing where they brought like the wine out and like would you like to taste it and i didn't know what the fuck to do i just like yeah it's fine (laughs) i I don't know what to do here but i'll take two bottles this will be good it was like a 300 hundred dollar bottle of wine okay yeah they had like mouthwash in the bathroom that stuck out to me did you have to pay the dude that watched you pee there wasn't anybody watching us pee but yeah and all right next question so what was the answer to that? Hold on. Before we go on to the next one. It was Dude, buffalo, I chicken. It. I don't know. The food at Passy's so good. Passy does have good food. Yeah. Every, every time, well, yeah. like, that's where I take people from out of town. They're like, oh, I just want, like, something local. I'm yeah. like, well, I'll take you to Passy. They have them at other places. Yeah. But it's, like, it's local it's to us. So it's so nice that there's one in downtown Phoenix now. Yeah. It's just like, all right, just go downtown and get a Passy. Yeah, it's a chicken Caesar salad. It's been my go-to basically everywhere. And then yeah. this place does it with buffalo-style chicken, so it's just spicy Caesar chicken salad, and it's bomb. You used to work at Babo. Yeah, I did. Bobby worked at Babo. And I was a bus. Bobby the bus at Babo. Bobby the bus at Babo. And then one more response from your question was... Devonit? Devonit? Devin <clears throat> IT3 Cool He said talk about I I Word I don't word, know what bro. to say about that But I don't know Who is that? I don't know Do you really not know Or you just <clears throat> don't want to talk? Mm. Alright No no, no. I, 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 Let me see if I even know <laughs> <laughs> Okay I don't think I got any responses Since we have started this But that was Shout out to you guys For uh that shit. Oh, look at this. Royce. Remember Royce? Yeah. He, uh... Oh, you remember your old roommate? <laughs> <laughs> he said, free coaster OG. With Hell the, yeah. With the metal metal hands. Hell yeah. And I gotta say... Alright, so let, let's go into that really quick. Where... Was the free coaster influence just like you saw a car pointer video and you're like, I want to ride like this. I don't want to backpedal. Or like, how did you get on your first free coaster? Like, how did that happen? <clears throat> Like, what made you want to go to the dark side? <laughs> uh, 
I'm wondering, me and Cleon both got stoked on them, and we started doing research and learning about them and figuring out, like, what you could buy for cheap, and I think we bought the Hub and then ended up, like, getting a Odyssey Hazard and lacing it up, and it was, like, a KHE Reverse was, I think, one of my first ones. So it was both of your guys' wheel? We No, we both wanted one. I was left side, he was right side drive, so, like, we oh. both adapted pretty similar times. And I think I ended up, like, taking my chain off to learn going backwards without pedaling type shit and I, I learned full cabs on a cassette and that's why when I do full cabs on a free coaster I need that pedal pressure yeah <clears throat> and uh yeah they don't make them like they used to uh uh-uh. uh not no more why is that why do to, you think they change the old the... style it's like something on the internals it's a tweak on the internals that makes it so like the engagement there's something going on in there that allows them to spin crank flips and still have the engagement be con- semi-consistent but it, when you're rolling backwards and you preload the gap of mm-hmm. slack and then go back to your spot right before it would engage and go to hit it, that's what I used to do, and hit mm-hmm. it and it would be immediate. Like, I could sense where it was, but now it's kind of, like, a little bit less touchy. And it, Dude. And that the whole point of changing it was to allow crank flips to be done, and that's... So we could blame fucking crank flips for this garbage. Yeah. Blame, Basura. Blame Joey Mata for bringing the crank flips back, dude. I really think he was, like, the nucleus of bringing crank flips back. I did. The crank I, flip wall ride, the crank I, flip heel clicker. I believe it. It's got the steeziest fucking hang believe crank it. flips. It crank flip that I yeah. crank flip that Jerry says straight up, he's like, Joey Mata is the reason I do crank flips the way he does. And so. he does them switch-footed. Yeah. So crazy to me. That's so, so Very special guy. So you get into the free coaster. Were you having problems with like backpedaling, or did you just think it was cool? No, yeah, I just thought it was cool. I was you're good at faking on a cassette. I could do it on a mountain bike or a BMX bike or whatever. Yeah, you were just faking, and you were just like, man, fuck yeah. this shit. It's just for nerds. Yeah, I feel like the the stigma has turned now is because most people uh, are on free coasters yeah. now. To where I read some shit on the internet, like on like some comments saying that if you wrote a cassette, you're cheating. <laughs> and I was like, that is fucking backwards. <laughs> oh my god. Mm-hmm. How backwards has this society come? What, to where, changed. like, you're riding a free coaster, you're cheating. Yeah. Man. And that's just fucking cake. I wrote it, I wrote a free coaster. I actually, I went to the dark side. I, was, I entertained it. And I couldn't, I wrote it for fucking a week and I sold it. I was yeah. like, I can't do it. This is not fun. <clears throat> I didn't like it. Yeah. It's not my cup of tea, but I'm goofy-footed, so that's probably a big part of it. It just felt stupid as fuck. Rollouts are different. Because I always do that thing where you do that half-back pedal, yeah, yeah, yeah. and if you're doing that at free coaster, it's pointless. Yeah. So why would you do that? So yeah. yeah, stupid. Free coasters. Where did you, uh... What was your goal? Do you remember being a kid and being like, yeah, I want to, like... Or not a kid, but like getting into BMX and being like, is there someone you wanted to emulate? Like, is there, <clears throat> like, I want to be Carl Pointer. Yeah. Like, it's how it was, or was it ever like, I'm gonna do my own thing with Carl <clears throat> Pointer influence? Well, or yeah, were you the type of dude that's like, the obsessive part was like, I want to be Carl Pointer. I wanted to learn full cabs both ways and manuals really well, and then Bruce Christman and Ian Schwartz like. The, I didn't understand how technical some of the shit Ian Schwartz was doing. Like, he was doing over crank arms back over fucking way back then and pegless grinds out the wazoo. Like, Ian Schwartz is phenomenal. And Fuck I, a shoe. <clears throat> I was obsessed with his, like, low-tech video where he does a full cab down a stair set, like a six stair with no pedal pressure, just, like, crazy-looking full cab on a white bike. 
I think Rich made that one too. Yeah, all white bike. <clears throat> yeah, and I don't know Bruce Christman going backwards down stuff. I was pretty content with backwards manualing. I thought that was so cool. I had my little things. I I learned the backwards manuals, all the nose manual tricks like nose manuals, hang fives, hang tens, hang nothing. I was obsessed with learning those. It was like a all. The, I loved the feeling of locking in a balance point, and that's yeah, that's a cool feeling. Yeah, and it just looks cool. I don't know. I think uh, I stopped worrying about filming parts right that was i don't know i'm like i forget having a goal with writing is never really had one to uh yeah to i the feeling that you got when you posted a clip on like bmx forum and people said nice things below yeah. that or posting a clip on instagram and getting comments is just like addicting like i wanted more yeah yeah it's well it was the old instagram of now yeah of like, forums and the yeah. come up the old come up the old the come up with like anonymous comments and shit. i had that account so i had fun. an account on the come up board yeah, i did and uh <clears throat> yeah that's an addicting feeling that feeling of um acknowledgement and recognition i love that like you're doing something good yeah like but i mean and i feel like that goes either way because so many people take it of like Oh god, I'm so fucking tired of seeing this guy talk about himself. Or I don't want to see. Like, imagine the people that are in our lives that don't ride BMX, and they look at my Instagram account, and they're like, "Good god, do something else. <laughs> fucking do anything yeah. else. All you do is ride bike." Well, that's a toxic route of thinking to go down. It's but like, think about that that's probably about? what yeah. the random person is thinking yeah. of. Like, wow, all you do is ride bikes. If this is what because yeah. Instagram pages or, are our lives. These or days. you could be optimistic and be like, oh, look at how cool this guy is doing his own thing. He's got something. I wish I had something. You know, I've had a kid reach out to me like, your life is so dope. <laughs> I'm like, oh, really? you, you don't know the half of it. <clears throat> what the normies think, you know? You're like replying with tears down your face. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Troy. Well, we're going to wrap this shit up. It's in almost two hours. Longest one yet. <clears throat> yes, sir. I appreciate you uh, stepping up to the plate and interviewing me. Well, it was your been, idea. It's been a good it time. came at good timing. Yeah, it was. Thank you. It's weird how that works out, right? Yeah. A bit of a, bit of a wavelength. Yeah. Troy Blair. A bit of a wavelength. And Bob Cano, man. We're done. See you guys.